0: I'm super, super, super excited to tell you about my sponsor, Southwest Trading Company. Southwest Trading Company is a native-owned business located at 1306 East 11th Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma. If you've never been to Southwest Trading Company, you need to go check them out. Right now, if you can, or after this podcast, or during the podcast, but either way, Go check that store out. They have a lot of great items from different artists from all around. Like jewelry, blankets, art, clothing, cedar boxes, indigenous home decor, car accessories, totes, and so much more. You could spend hours in this store. I'm not kidding. I went there the first time and I think I spent like maybe a couple hours maybe just looking around at everything they have. I mean, it's so unique. If you haven't yet southwest trading company also has a facebook page so if you have not yet go like it and follow their page to keep up with all new items and events they have going on at the store once again i'm super excited that we get to build together the location for southwest trading company is 1306 east 11th street tulsa oklahoma go check it out everybody thank you Everybody. Welcome back to Okie Podcast. On this episode, I have a really good friend of mine on the show today. Mm-hmm. He is a digital creator, and he is Dylan T. Dark, but you may know him as
1: DT. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, He's here. He made it. Yes, man. First of all, I'm happy to be here. Russ, I know we've been planning on this for quite some time. So it's finally good to make my way to Tulsa and, you know, be welcome into your place, man, and, and get this done.
0: Hell yeah, man! I know, man. I've been wanting you on the show for a while now.
1: Yeah, I remember we talked about this. I think, <laughs> hell, last <about> year. <laughs> I think we, yeah, we talked about doing this before we even met, like in person. Sure, remember? That's I, true. I can't remember. I can't remember what we were even talking about. When did we meet?
0: Was that at the River Spirit uh, premiere? It was. Was it, that when we officially
1: yeah, met? That's when we first officially met. Yeah. Okay. Um, at the uh, Res Dogs premiere. Okay. I can't remember if we met before that, but we had a conversation about. Well, dang, I need to introduce myself. Um, before we get into that, uh, like Russ said, my name, my government name, is Dylan T. Dark, um, also known as DT. That's what all my friends and family call me, uh, except for my mom. She she will not. She'll call me Dylan forever. <laughs> uh, I'm 30 years old um, right now. Um, I work full time for my tribe, the Comanche Nation, back in Lawton, um, and then. When I'm not at work, you know, a lot of my times goes to the brand that I created. Uh, coming up on about a year, which is called DT's Visuals, super simple. Um, I'm, like, a, like Russ said, digital creator. You know, I've done logos for people, businesses. Um, I've done a lot of, like, self-portraits, like, that are really personal to people. Um, just anything that can be created, created like, on a computer, iPad. Uh, you know, I'll make, you know, some things, um, have been kind of surprises that, you know, I'm like, dang, I don't know if I can do that, but I'll try. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes it comes out better than what I expected. So, um, yeah, started the brand. Um, let's see, coming up on a year officially, officially, I was looking at my, my files of the other day of when I made my, my logo and gosh, when I made the first one, it just was not, I was looking, and I still have it. I'll I'll show you later, but it was just not it, man. It was just a D and a T with, like, some bright lights in the back. I think and, I remember that one. Yeah, and it was just – Did you post it? I posted it. I posted it. I think it I remember that. And I was like – and I rushed it. I remember I did it in literally maybe, like, 20 minutes, and I was like, <sighs> man, I don't know if that's it. So, I just kind of was like, man, let me go back and, like, rebrand the whole thing. Um, but before even that, man, I guess I can get into, like um, –
0: well, hold on, where do you work at? Comanche Nation? Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. Right now I work for the Comanche Nation. I've been with them for, man, I think about f- six years full time. Um, I'm in my third department uh, with the tribe. Um, I did a f- couple years at our, we used to own a water park mm-hmm. down there. The tribe owned its own water park. Uh, super cool place, man. And if it wasn't for that place, man, it was brutal outside. You know, I sit behind the desk now, but I don't know, I don't know if I could do that work anymore. Fuck. <laughs> But yeah, I worked there And that's pretty much where I met Like majority of my friends that I know now Was at that water park so. mm. And you're originally from there? No, originally from Dallas Oh, you're uh, from Dallas? Yeah, from Dallas, yeah Oh, wow Um, We didn't really spend too much time in Oklahoma as a kid I only remember a couple things about Oklahoma And, you know, I didn't really grow up cultured mm-hmm. Or like, you know, like in the arena Or like you know, in our ceremonies and stuff, but I do remember coming to Oklahoma for like Red Earth Powwow and stuff like that. I remember going to Lawton where my majority of my, my dad's family's at and Cash and the Apache where my mom's family's at. So yeah, I grew up in Dallas and then, uh, man, we lived in a really bad like neighborhood. Like, you know, looking back, it was, it was really bad. We used to live on the you know, south side, southeast side of Pleasant Grove, Dallas, Texas, which was you know Oak Cliff and Pleasant Grove, and uh, you know it was a, it was a bad spot. And then um, my dad was like, "Man, we got to get out of here." So I remember coming home from school one day, and he was like, "Hey, we're gonna we're moving." And I was like, "Where are we going?" He's like, "We're gonna go to Tal. Or we're, no, we're going to Tahlequah." And I was like, "Tahlequah." I was like, "Y'all are going." I was like, "I'm not going." <laughs> I'm like 10, <laughs> trying to tell my dad where I'm not going. But, I mean, lo and behold, man, they end up being like one of the – that was the best movie we've ever made was mm-hmm. moving to Tahlequah. Um, you know, living in Lawton now, I always will – even Dallas, too, like I always will say Tahlequah's my own. Mm-hmm. Just growing up there and, you know, high school and meeting a lot of my lifelong friends there now. So, and then you went to the Tahlequah – Sequoia. Sequoia, yeah. Sequoia. When I first moved to Tahlequah, I was going into the seventh grade. And at the at that time, Sequoia didn't have seventh and eighth grade. They just had, you know, freshmen through senior high school. Oh, so man. I knew I couldn't go there yet. But my older sister, you know, she was old enough to go. And so my dad was like, hey, you know, you're going to go, you know, to this, to the public school. I'm like, okay. So then, you know, did seventh and eighth grade year, eighth grade there, and then finally I was old enough to go to the private school. So it worked out good, man. We had a lot of good times at that place, the best times, uh, met some lifelong friends that I still talk to today. And it's crazy, too, because, you know, right before we was talking about the podcast, man, you know, you've interviewed Riker mm-hmm. Salazar, or... Sixth you know, yeah. Well... <laughs> I just call him <laughs> solid. That man has switched his name so many times. I love you, my brother. I'm not talking bad about you. But, yeah, he's had a lot of last names. No offense. But, uh, yeah, used to go to high school with Riker. Uh, you did an interview with Natalie, mm-hmm. um, standing cloud. Uh, went to high school with her as well. We all went to Sequoia. And then you did an interview with uh, Chris, Big Chris, Littlehead. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Went to high school with him as well. And then I know you said Tristan's hopefully soon, so. Come on Trista Yeah she's BS <laughs> Went to high school with her too So <laughs> shout out to those people I just thought that was pretty cool I was like I think that's what we We started talking about
0: mm-hmm. Cause uh Trista even said that too Cause that's yeah. how I met Trista Was just like Through Messenger and stuff mm-hmm. On uh Instagram Cause she was saying like Oh it's cool like you're You're having like all these people from The, the Telequa Sequoia school On your podcast mm-hmm. You know and I was like and I had to think about it because <clears throat> I didn't connect the dots yeah i i I know they say like oh, I went to school in Taqua Sequoia, but mm-hmm. i don't I didn't realize how many people I had on you know from there yeah so and then you said you mentioned that too about you know chris Natalie Riker, I feel like there's a few more
1: I feel like there is too <laughs> I'm I'd have to go look back. I'd I have to go back I'd and look at like to your episodes. But, yeah, I thought that was so cool. I was like, dang. And I even told Big Chris, I was like, dang, man, like, all these interviews, man, with the podcast, I was like, man, we've all went to the same school. I was like, I bet he doesn't even know. I was like, I'll tell him. <laughs> he was like, no, nah, don't. <laughs> <laughs> Chris. Shout out to Chris, man. He's crazy. Hell no, man. He's got to come back
0: on sometime. He's got a lot of stuff going on. Man, he yeah.
1: does, man. I'm so proud of that dude. He, um. When he first, you know, started doing his football stuff, he—I think I don't know if he called or text—but he's like, "Hey, man, I'm about to, you know, I'm about to do this full time. I'm about to—I forgot how he said it. I'm about to buy into myself or something like that." And mm-hmm. I was like, "Man, do it!" And uh, man, like just seeing—he—he he genuinely loves that. Man loves just the game of football, you know. So mm-hmm. to see him still being involved with the game after everything that he's been through. You know, from when we were just, you know, high school kids to, you know, Oklahoma State and even after and, you know, just everything that he's been through. You know, it's I'm so proud of Big Chris, you know, just still doing his thing. And uh, it's just cool, you know, seeing seeing him do his stuff, man, having his own logo and stuff. He just gave me a hat not too long ago. And he was like, here, man. So, you know, we were some real Indians. I did a flyer for him. He gave me a hat. And I was like, we're good. (laughs) We're good. (laughs) <laughs> Real Indian trade But yeah man Shout out to Chris man I'm, I'm super proud of that guy
0: I know Man it's Yeah it's it's so cool to see Like everybody Out here doing their thing mm-hmm. When you actually like Look at it I guess Yeah Because yeah. when you're not In it really Like you don't really I mean you hear of it But then it's just like Eh whatever Because yeah. I got my 40 80 hour work week Or whatever the fuck it is Yeah But And then how long did you go to Or what years did you go to Tahlequah school?
1: I went there from 2006 and graduated in 2010. Okay, so yeah, I think yeah, Dang. that's four years. But yeah, man, it was fun, man. I was and and being at that school and moving to Tahlequah was like the first time I've ever been around like Indian people, like mm-hmm. my own native people. You know, growing up in in Texas, you know, there was I remember going to my school, and I was, like, the only native kid besides my sisters. For real? Yeah, yeah. Remember, you know, playing basketball and stuff. And I remember one game in particular, I was shooting a free throw, and my coach was like, he's like, DT, I was like, and I looked over, and I was about to shoot, he was like, do it for your people. <laughs> and like, <laughs> He, like, raised his fist, and He's like, do it for your people. <laughs> and honestly, I think I missed that shot. I think I missed that free throw now that I look back. <laughs> but, yeah, growing up there, man, there, I was, like, the only native kid. And, um, you know, never faced, like, bullied and stuff till I grew my hair out. I did grow my hair out. I just have short hair. Mm-hmm. And my dad was like, you know, you should really grow your hair out. And I was like, no, nah, like, I don't want to be, you know, a little girl or blah, 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 mm-hmm. you know, super just self-conscious about it. And then he's like, no, like, you're going to grow your hair out, you know. You're going to be proud to be who you are, especially where we're at and you being the only one. <laughs> and I was like all right so we grew it out and it was getting long and long and I never really like put it in like in a ponytail or or braided it and then I woke up one morning my dad was like hey he's like get with your sister he's like she's going to she's going to braid you up and you know put your hair back and I was like no like I'm not going to school like that I'm not going to school looking like a like a little girl and mm-hmm he we argued back and forth and he's like well you're doing it so i was like all right so i went to school and as soon as i walked in the class man it was just like you know people were you know laughing and you know calling me a girl and blah 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 and at that time you know i was just like super like self-cautious about it i think even that day i think like around lunchtime i think i took my hair out and then i seen my sister she's like what happened to your hair i was like man like i'm not Trying to do all that, like I'm getting, you know, people are laughing at me. Like all my boys are laughing at me, and um, she's like, "Don't worry about them." She was, and like we're like little kids. She's like, "Fuck them." <laughs> we're like little kids. She's like, "Fuck them." I'm like, you know what? You're right. And my sisters mean, man. Amber, golly, shout out to Amber. She's, gosh, ah, she's she's hell. Um, but yeah, I was like, you know what? You're right. So then after that, always just had it long until just a few years back is when I I had cut it. Then grew out again Then cut it again So mm-hmm. Yeah I mean Dang that was a
0: I hate that a mindset of like Because I w- Looking back on it I wish I would have grew my hair out too mm-hmm. But it's that same thing Like the whole I don't want get made fun of Because yeah. this is like That was the society like we lived in It was yeah. so like judgmental And Yeah Easily You could just be picked on For just Stupid stuff Yeah and it was, and I hate like I hate looking back on that and just thinking like I should have just did it, yeah, and sure. just like fuck it, yeah, like fuck it, like like who are they to to it tell does. me how to fucking wear my hair, to yeah. wear what clothes I like, like yeah, I'm not following. I mean, now it's like it's like you know, like you're trying to follow the cool people, I guess, yeah, yeah, but you don't know any better. Like you're just a kid, yeah. and that's all you're around is like. These other little kids or whatever, or teenagers, and yeah, and that's how they are, I man. That's how society is. Like, I don't know how it is now. I hope it's changed now.
1: I feel like, honestly, like in today's world, I feel like it's worse because of social media. You know, when we were still in elementary, junior high, you know, cell phones were just getting into it and all that stuff. But you know, back then, if you had something to say about somebody, if you're talking bad about them, you know, you said it to their face. Mm -hmm. Or at school, blah, blah, blah. Now, you know, I can get on my phone right now, send out a tweet. Could be completely false, but, you know, some of it people will just take to the most extreme. Like, you can bash somebody on social media, and it's super embarrassing because it takes a tap of a phone, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's everywhere. Like, so I feel like kids today, you know, with with social media, I feel like the bullying and stuff is almost worse just because – like I said, if you want to say something bad about somebody or post an embarrassing picture or a video, sure. you know, it can just go wow. crazy, you know. Mm-hmm. Versus, you know, back then, you know, a lot of just rumors or, you know, saying something to someone's face. So I feel like it's worse now. So... Um, Damn. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. And that's got to be, you know, I still have a younger brother still in high school. My younger sister, she just graduated, but I, I, I don't know. I want to sit down and ask them, like you know, how is it with social media and stuff? You know, I'm mm-hmm. sure it's I'm sure it's got to be worse. It's got to be, so just. But that's just the world that we live in now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 sad how you know bullying can really lead to just the self-destruction of one's own mind to think that they're not good enough and they're not good enough to be here and you know especially with our people, you know, suicide and it's it's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah, it
0: really is, man.
1: It I don't know.
0: It's hard to It's hard to get past all that stuff too. Like with me, like I was very self-conscious. I was I was just like really like shy, like yeah. scared to speak up because I didn't want to... Look like a dumbass if I got the answer wrong or something, and then everybody start like pointing at me or whatever. And then, but I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know what it was. You know, I was just like. uh, But now, you know, I'm not not afraid of like failure, rejection, or whatever. But you know, it it's crazy. It took that long
1: to realize to realize that
0: man. It's so it's so crazy, but um. But I mean, I don't know, man. It's just like. It takes cyberbullying to a new level because like when I was grow- when I was in school and stuff like I went to school like four years earlier than you did mm-hmm. like high school. Yep. Like, I was like 2002 to six. Mm-hmm. And at that time, like cell phones were just they weren't like a they weren't like this. They were the flip phones and like the bricks or whatever. Yeah, and, yeah. But then we had like the whole like messenger like AOL, oh, yeah. Yahoo Messenger. Yeah. 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 And I guess like kids would get bullied on that.
1: Yeah. 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 I remember like there was like group group chat thingies, mm-hmm. like AOL group chat people would just be getting dang demolished in those. Mm-hmm. But it's just it, it just has to be so much more more worse in today, you know, with kids in junior high and I feel like kids today too, you know, they're so young when they do get their cell phones and stuff, you know. Like, yeah. What, how? When did you get one?
0: Fuck! I got I got my first cell phone when I was fifteen, maybe.
1: Okay. I think I was, yeah, about the same.
0: Because my dad had one, and I I didn't know. Like I just played games on his, mm-hmm. and I used the house phone, and then, and then I remember asking him. I was like, man, I was like, um you think I can get a cell phone? I just asked him. Yeah. And he said, uh, well, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so, he put me on his plan, like his family plan yeah. on, on T-Mobile and and he had like a flip phone and I got the same one because it was free. Yeah. And I didn't I didn't care. Yeah. Like, the Razors were out at that time and then
1: uh the, Hey, those were some, the Razors were, the if, razors, you had, if you had if a if you razor, had a yeah, Razor. Yeah, <laughs> you were cool. I remember, speaking of Razors, that was like the first time I ever heard about like Bluetooth and like, remember people having, like, ringtones. My sister had got one. She got a pink one.
2: Mm-hmm. I was like, damn it.
1: <laughs> kind of hating. But she worked. Um, but anyway, she had a pink one. I remember, like, her and her friend was like, oh, like, Bluetooth me that ringtone. Yeah. And they would send ringtones to each other. I was like, damn. But I remember when I finally got one, I was like, hey, like, I could say that too now. But, yeah, if you had a Razor back in the day, you was the shit. Like, you were a cool kid if you had a Razor. That's funny.
0: It went from, like, Razor to sidekicks. Oh, yeah, Sidekicks yeah. were the... Yeah. I wanted a sidekick. Yes. I kind of still want one. Yes. If it was still, like, available.
1: Yeah. I be, I'm sure they are. I remember one girl in high school. She had one. And I thought it was just the coolest thing. Like mm-hmm. She would just pull it out and just... Yeah. Yeah. And was, She would just text real quick <laughs> and put it up. But, man. Wild times. Dang, I forgot about the sidekick.
0: Bro. I'm telling you, man. But, yeah, I was, like, 14 when I got my... Or 15. Mm-hmm. And... I, like, I don't know. I didn't have anybody's number, really. I just had, like, a few friends, and and you couldn't call, like, during the day because it would charge you. You had to wait (laughs) till like, 9
1: o'clock. Wow. (laughs) That's crazy. (laughs) You know, there's some things that you forget until you talk about them, and you instantly remember, like, (laughs) details of all of them. That's crazy. Yeah, I do remember that. I do remember that. I remember, like, even having, like, a limited amount of text you could, like, send and receive.
0: I remember those, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, weekends are free, right?
1: Yeah, weekends were good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I remember I was like, through, through, through. and then I remember like when uh, when I would like run out of my text, like I would use my mom's phone. So w- with that deal, like I had to like memorize, you know, a certain number of friends who I was going to text and stuff. Like I had to memorize their numbers and then, you know, do it that way. Like, Mom, can I you use your phone? It's like, yeah, I don't care. And then I yeah, just texting random people off my mom's phone. <laughs> Dang it. that's oh, That's <laughs> horrible. Guy's rugged. <laughs>
0: That's funny. No, I think I did that on my dad's phone too. Because I was, I, would, I started like just texting like a few friends and stuff, but we'd overdo it, yeah. you know. And it was stupid because we could just call each other on our house phones. We lived in the same town, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we could just call on our house phones. But we just wanted to use our cell phones, I guess. And then, but yeah, like a few times, like I just remember like saying, "Dad, can I use your phone?"
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he'd never use it. So. he <laughs> just sit there. <laughs> yeah, and what's crazy, too, is I feel like I know one person that has a house phone. For real? One. Still? One. Yeah. Whoa. I'm not going to say her name. I don't want to embarrass her. <laughs> but That's a legendary, though. Yeah, we were talking. We were actually talking about a, a graphic that I was going to make for her. And, you know, we're texting back and forth. She's like, hey, my phone's about to die. And I was like, okay. She's like, but in like twenty minutes she just call me on my house phone. And I was like, okay. But I was thinking like, <laughs> damn, people still have those? <laughs> yeah. Kinda kinda blew my mind. But I did call her and yeah, she got a house phone. Wow. wow. So when I was talking to her, I was like, Damn it's, just, it's kinda like Napoleon Dynamite. Remember he had that long cord? Oh yeah. That long freaking <laughs> phone cord that went from like the kitchen to like the bedroom. And <laughs> yeah. yeah that's funny. Was it crisp? Could you hear it was not crisp, for it, real. It sounded it sounded like it was. It just sounds so muffled. What? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, she had a house phone. She had a house phone. Wow. I'm the Only person I know that has a house phone.
0: What if her so evolved, like, to notice that
1: now? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I wonder if someone in their house like has like a probation officer where she has to have a house phone. I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna text you later. Say, <laughs> hey, someone in your house in trouble or what?
0: That's crazy, man. Like I, I've, I've, I see like those house phones or landlines, whatever they're called, mm-hmm. at Best Buy. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll see the phones, but they're just there, and I don't think ever. I, I never thought of anybody actually buying them. Yeah, but
1: who, who it, knows, you know? Yeah. Um. So, and I think people still buy them. I um. I work for the, the for the tribe now. I work in our property and procurement office. Mm-hmm. Um, we do a lot of uh, like help like helping our departments with you know things that they they order from like you know all our different vendors. Uh, we pay you know some bills of the tribe. We also uh, just do like different things to help the departments mm-hmm. keep keep operating. You know whatever we can do to help. But anyway. One of the things that we have to do is, like, say someone has an order from Amazon. They order all these different items. The boxes come in. We'll open up the boxes, check off what items have come in. And so the other day, I opened it up, and it was, like, six house phones. Oh. And I was like, damn. (laughs) People still use them. What are these?
0: Yeah. That's what I said. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's so crazy. That's wild, man. That's wild, like. I I don't know anyone with a house phone. I'm surprised my dad doesn't have one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because he doesn't have Wi-Fi, dude. Really? Bro, my dad, too. Like, my dad has... (sighs) It's so frustrating. My dad has a cell... My dad has an iPhone, and he doesn't even have internet to it. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, Dad, you have an iPhone. (laughs) He's like, well, I don't know what the hell this is. Like... (laughs) He's like, I got 19 numbers on my phone. He's like, yeah. and eight, seven of them are from you kids and my wife. So that's eight. I was like, dang. But yeah, he just got an iPhone. And um, recently, like I showed him like, well, you can connect to the Wi-Fi. He's like, oh, well, do I need a, uh, do I need a cord? I'm like, no. I'm like, Give me your phone and I'll hook it up for you. And then, you know, you can look up stuff on the Internet when you're at home. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, OK, so like. Now it's pretty cool. Like, he'll send me, like, articles, like, of sports. And, you know, he's a big OU fan. He'll send me, like, articles. I don't know who taught him emojis. Someone taught my dad emojis because <laughs> we'll be texting. Like, he'll send, like, the laughing emoji. And he, like, up, he like updates his phone too because, uh, yeah, someone taught him emojis. I don't know who. Maybe my sister probably. But, yeah, he'll send me, like, the thumbs up or the peace sign or uh Like a softball logo, like we were watching the softball games (laughs) on OU and everything. So, yeah, I don't know who taught him emojis, but it's probably my sister. Damn, he's way ahead of mine. Mine's like,
0: you know, because he he still has cable, too. It's a Simtel cable, Uh and it goes out, not all the time, but a lot. Storms? Yeah, storms and shit. And then I'm like, Dad, why don't you just get a smart TV Uh with Wi-Fi? I think Simtel has Wi-Fi available. Mm -hmm. What's that? I was like, it's internet, but... You know, you can hook up your devices to it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have any, but it's yeah. <laughs> his phone, but he'll have his TV or whatever. And I was like, you just hook it up. I was like, like mine, like I got Pluto TV for free. Yeah. I got, you can get Netflix or Hulu. And it's like $7, $8 a month. Yeah. yeah. I was like, it's probably it'd probably be cheaper than what you're paying now. Probably. And so, and then, because like, I'll think about it. And that was like a year ago. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he thought about it or not, and then every time I bring it up, he's like, "I'll I'll call him." Yeah, yeah. probably not. I'll probably call not. him. Yeah, and then it's like, dude, just get Wi-Fi. And then every time I got to go to his house, too, um, I barely get service. Mm-hmm. I like ba- I have to like search around his house. I yeah. have to go outside and try put, to get it. Put your, <laughs> yeah. put your phone in the air. Yeah, because <laughs> Pawnee doesn't really. Yeah, Pawnee has like hotspots, I guess, like for service, but okay, but it's not like. Like here, like everywhere, you could just get whatever you want. But yeah. 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 It's frustrating, dude. It's so frustrating to try to explain, like, technology, too. Yeah.
1: It is. Like, it
0: is. And then you're talking about the save met- save phone or names or whatever. And this dude has no numbers <laughs> saved. They're <laughs> just typed in and he calls them. Really? Yeah. It's so fucking weird. I'm mm-hmm. like, dude. I was like, just save
1: them, man. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. But, that's funny because <laughs> I, I guess that's just. I don't know. People are just so used to writing stuff down. He he does too. Yeah. He reads the paper. Bro, same. My dad legit wakes up every day about four in the morning and just, I'm like, why? And he's always brought up that early. I'm like, why? And he's like, man, that's my quiet time. Like, I drink my coffee, read the paper. If there's a game and he goes to bed like super early, my dad goes to bed like, it's like eight o'clock. Good lord! Sometimes earlier. <laughs> One time he was going to bed, and like my sister was like, "Why are you going to bed, Dad? Like the sun's still up." He's like, "I don't give a damn. <laughs> like, I'm tired." But yeah, he'll wake up at four. And it's funny, like if there's like a a game on, and he knows like he's not going to be up for it, mm-hmm. he won't watch it. He'll he'll be like, "Don't touch me the score. Don't tell me nothing. <laughs> I'll watch it in the morning, or I'll see the highlights in the morning, mm-hmm. so it can be like." Brand new Fresh. Him. Yeah <laughs> <sighs> Yeah He's funny Shout out
0: to my dad Richard T Love yeah, you Shout out to my too I Love you bro yeah.
1: <laughs> Man Love you pops <laughs> That's freaking <laughs> Fuck He's gonna be listening to this then. <laughs> Flaming me up Maybe he'll Maybe he'll find out Who uh, taught him the emojis <laughs> I, Man it has to be my sister I'm gonna ask her after this Actually I'm gonna text her I'm gonna say, Hey I'm gonna text my dad I'm he probably didn't even know what emojis are.
0: <laughs> oh, my God.
1: That's too funny. Dude, tell me. What did you do after telequal Sequoia. Oh, so after Sequoia, um, I was kind of like, you know, I wasn't the smartest kid in the class, but I definitely wasn't the dumbest either. But, you know, I knew I could go to school and just try it, you know. um, So I was kind of like one of those kids that was like, Ready to go to school, but I wasn't ready to leave home, mm-hmm. to be honest. So, uh, thankfully, being in Tahlequah, they have Northeastern State right there. Mm-hmm. So, which was cool because a lot of my friends, a lot of my close friends, my my brothers were were also going to go there. So I was like, cool. So we stayed in town. Got me got me a house with my brother. Moved out of my dad's. Got me a house with my my brother Dustin, and went to NSU. And I think I was there. Man, that whole life is just like such a blur. Good times. But I want to say I was at NSU for like two years, two years. And then I got into some trouble, um, ended up basically like dropping out of NSU, just a little bit of both. I knew like I was either going to get kicked out or they, they were just going to just, you know, drop me. So I was like, man, let me just do it on my own. So mm-hmm. I, um, yeah, I just dropped out of school. And then, you know, still had bills to pay. And after that, I had got a job at the casino. There's a Katua Bands of Cherokees. Mm-hmm. So got a job at the casino, was working there. And I was like, man, like, I need to go back to school. You know, like, I can't do this forever. I don't want to do this forever. I want to do it now. So after that, NSU was cool. Worked for a little bit in Tahlequah. So I was like, man, I got to get out of here. You know, I was getting into that that lifestyle of just, you know, working, partying, working, partying, and that was it. Like, I feel like all my money was like going to bills, and whatever I had left was just partying. I was like, man, this is getting old. Mm-hmm. So, um, the fall came, and I was like, man, I'm gonna go to high school. So. Went up there and it was great, man. I'm, you know, people always will say what they want about high school and, you know, it's party school and, you know, some, you know, they're right. I've seen kids go there and that's all they did was just party. Mm-hmm. Then I seen kids that I met there that would just go to school and didn't do anything. Then I have seen kids that did both, you know, worked their ass off in school but they also partied hard when the weekend came too. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, was there for, I want to say. Three semesters, and then same thing. Got into some trouble. This time I got into some legal trouble, and I was like, all right. And yeah, I don't really want to go too much into detail, but you know, I just got into some legal trouble. Um, you know, get caught, got caught with some things that I shouldn't have had, mm-hmm. and I ended up getting kicked out of high school. They ended up expelling me, and I was just devastated. I was like, I've never even been suspended mm-hmm. from junior high to high school. I've never even been, I had detention I think twice in high school for skipping class. And that was like freshman and sophomore. So I'd never like, had really been like in like some discipline trouble. Mm-hmm. So when I got in trouble at high school, they was like, yeah, we're just gonna, you know, the decision's been made that you've been expelled. And I was just like, what? Like what? And I I begged and pleaded to just, you know, like, man, like, give me another chance. Like, you know, have me, like, check in with y'all to make sure, like, I'm doing what I'm supposed to. Like, watch everything. Like, watch me like a hawk. Like, make sure, like, I'm doing right. Like, just don't send me home. Mm -hmm. And I tried to lie to them. I tried to say, like, you know, I have nothing to go home to. Like, and I did. I had a whole family and, you know, place to live. But I was just trying to plead my case to stay. And they was like, we just don't feel comfortable with that. So, yeah, they expelled me, and I remember making that phone call to my dad, and it was a super hard phone call. You know, as, as your dad, you know, it's like, you know, I don't know how you feel, but it's like, you know, the person that's the hardest on you, mm-hmm. and the person that you don't want to disappoint, you know? Yeah. So, when I had got kicked out, I had to make two phone calls, one to my dad and one to my mom, and, you know, they've been divorced my whole life. I don't remember a single day where my parents were a couple. By the time I knew what was going on, they had already split up and divorced and everything. But anyway, so I made the phone call to my dad, and I just told him. I was like, man, got into some trouble, and I'm getting kicked out of school, so I'll be home probably this weekend. And he's like, well, he's like, that's all right. He's like, well, just come home. Just, you know, I'll send you some, some gas money, and just come home. Just come home. He's like, we'll talk about it when you get home. I was like, shit, he's pissed (laughs) and, like, disappointed. Yeah. But then, you know, I had to, you know, get my shit together and call my mom. Hey, mom. Told her the same thing. And with her, it's like, you know, my dad, you know, he'll jump on your ass and then be like, you know what, it's all right, you know, you messed up, but, you know, I still love you, you know, but, you know, he's got to get it out first, you know what I mean? He's got to, you know. Unleash, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, console, you know. With my mom, it's like, you know, can't really do no wrong. Even though, you know, she'll she'll jump on me too. Like, she will. She has plenty. She does it now. But it was like, you know, it was just huge disappointment phone calls that I had to make that day. And, uh, yeah, that was a tough, tough day. And then, you know, of course, it was tough having to leave, having to leave everybody up there. Mm -hmm. And... So let's see, after high school, that's when I came back and I was just in Tahlequah, man. I had to move in with my brother who had a little bitty one bedroom apartment and I wasn't working, I wasn't really doing anything. And that was probably, honestly, I can say probably like the darkest times in my life because, you know, I came home from school, you know, had I was like, dang, like, I'm, I've am i never been in trouble, and I'm 0-2 when it comes to college. Like, like I'm better than that. Like, I know I'm better than that. And, you know, I wasn't working, had some money but not much to live off of, like, just a dark time. I didn't have any social media at that time because I was so embarrassed at what had happened to me, you know, and there was a bunch of rumors that were going around at Haskell, like, why I really had got kicked out. And I didn't even feel like speaking on them, so I never really just told people what happened until, like, years later. I, you know, I finally went back to Lawrence, and I was like, no, this is what happened. Like, it's my fault. Mm-hmm. And there were some other things that were going on, but it was, you know, it was my fault. I'm the one that got in trouble. But when I came back from Haskell to Tahlequah, it was just a dark time. Like I said, I was super just alone, just you know, and that's my hometown, but I never felt more lonely being at home. Like I said, I didn't have no social media. I wasn't hanging out with people. I was on probation, so I couldn't, you know, party around and stuff, which was fine. I didn't need to be anyway. So it was just like a dark time. I remember just, you know, I haven't really told very many people this too. I remember going like, you know, being like so broke and stuff. And I went like, you know, days without eating sometimes just cause I had too much pride to ask you know my dad or my parents um or you know whoever like for some money you know Mm -hmm. and i remember dang surviving like off little caesar's pizzas you know what i mean yeah because it was just you know i would give in something but i remember i remember there was a couple times where you know i just wouldn't and couldn't just eat for a day and a half or a couple days just because i didn't have any money so you know i would just sit at home and just Chill, like wouldn't even think about food and stuff. And I was like, damn, you know, I didn't have to make it that hard on myself, you know. But just being so prideful, that that's what I went through. And those were some, like I said, man, those were some dark days. I can like literally just see them, you know, when I look back. And I was like, man, this isn't it. Like, I gotta go. I gotta, I gotta leave again. And that's when. So my dad lives in Tahlequah. My dad, my stepmom, they're all, you know, my siblings. They live in Tahlequah still. Mm -hmm. And then I have my mom, my brother, and my other sister. They all live in Lawton with our people in Comanches. So, and up to this point, you know, I never mentioned earlier, but I had never been around my own, you know, finally coming from Dallas to Tahlequah, I was around Native people. Yeah. But I was, you know, I'm Comanche, Apache and and Kiowa and, you know, everyone in Tahlequah is like, you know, Cherokee Creek and, you know, all these other different tribes. I was never around my own people. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Called my mom. I was like, hey, I don't have nothing but a truck and some clothes and a TV, but I want to come to Lawton. She's like, well, come on, come on, pack your stuff up this weekend and come on. So I said, okay, told my dad, told my family, I was like, hey, I gotta get out of here. Like, y'all know I gotta get out of here. Like, it's not good for me. So packed up everything and moved to Lawton and I've been there ever since. Um, And then that's when I got my first job with the tribe at that water park and got a lot of good, like, you know, business experience and stuff. And then I took a more serious, a lot more serious job. I was at our uh, tax commission um, where the title was the Enforcement Agent, and we did a lot of... Um, I was able to bring back a couple programs that the tribe had done before, mm-hmm. um, one being TARO, um, the Tribal Employment Rights Ordinance, or that's what we called it, ordinance, because it was like a whole pack of like all these laws. So did that for a couple years. Um, had some really awesome you know, bosses and coworkers, but... And it was great, man. Like, I've never been more proud of myself when it came to like work. I was like, man, like I'm out here, you know, coming up with these different ideas, you know, presenting them to the to the tribal council and they're getting passed. Now they're like, you know, Comanche law and we're making money, and that money's going directly back to the people. You know, I'm having meetings with, you know, attorneys and you know, all these people. I'm like, dang, like I'm just a I just came from working outside, busting my ass. Now I'm sitting behind his desk, you know, learning all these different things about law and Indian law and Comanche law and trying to come up with new ideas to make money for the tribe. And it was great, man. It was great. And towards the end, um, I definitely don't want to say I gave up, but, you know, it it just became stressful. It Mm -hmm. became stressful. Like I was just fighting my own demons in my head. It's just like, man. Like, am I do? Am I am I doing a good job? Like, am I am I doing the right things? You know, am I trying to make the right changes and push for the this, this, and that? And it probably lasted for a few months, and then it's a, I was like, man, it just, you know, I think someone else respectfully can come in here and do a better job than me, and I was okay with that. I could admit those things. So, same thing. I was like, well, gotta move again, and. Um, I took another job with our procurement office, and I've been with them since September of 2021. Oh, yeah? So, yeah. But it's good. Dang, I just went off right there. Mm -hmm. But that's what happened, man. Wow. Just kind of, you know, if I feel like I've been stuck, I guess, in a a certain spot, Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, what can I do to change? And, you know, when I I first met YK – We used to have a lot of like you know, like dope conversations about just life and trying to be better and all this stuff. And he called me out. He called me out. He was like, Man, you're you're afraid of change. He's like, That's why you think, you know, you get stuck, like you're afraid to make a move or take a risk and I was like I was like, No the hell I'm not. Like I'm I'm D T. Like I'm not no I'm not. I'm not afraid of no damn change. But he was right, I was at that time. And it's just so crazy, man, like you know, looking back now of where I'm at and you know, I'm just I'm just thankful for the for the journey, man. Like just super thankful. Um, you know, I still have a long ways to go over like where I wanna be to consider myself successful, but you know, like man, I can just look back, like I said, to those times where, you know, those dark days, like literally sitting in a dark house. Of just being hungry and just there, you know, like Yeah, there in that moment. To now it's like, you know, life is just so full of opportunity and life is just so so good, man. Like people always say, Well think what a you know, think positive and positive will happen. And it sounds so cheesy and like cliche. But that's true, man. Like if you literally just stop and think, you know what? Today's gonna be a good day because I decided it's gonna be from the minute I wake up. I might run into this problem or that problem. But at the end of the day, I'm going to make it a good day. I might have this issue or that issue or, you know, this dispute with this person or or this thing, but it's still going to be a good day. When I get home and I'm done for the day and I'm like, man, I had a good day today. So I think with with me, I, I, I have to like look forward to stuff. And it's almost been like a trained mindset, like, If I really don't have anything to look forward to, I'm like, well, dang, like, what am I doing? But it's like, you know, sometimes I tell myself a lot of times, like, damn, DT, like, just chill out. Like, you're fine. Like, you're good. Like, chill out. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's that's what keeps me going, man. But I have, you know, just good, solid people around me. Like, man. And, like, when it comes to, like, this brand now, like, DT's visuals, man, like, I just can't, thank people enough man that just rock with me some people don't even know me but they want a shirt or they want a hoodie or they just share a post or like a post or drop a comment like man that means a lot than any you know dollar sign will you know Mm -hmm. I just I just dropped some shirts off uh today in Tahlequah to some people I don't even know but you know we had a good conversation like man you know we like your work man like we like what you're doing you know you're so chill and it was just like man like i need to be thinking y'all like you know you're here buying shirts like you know i got gas you know i can go eat and pay my bills and stuff so i'm just thankful man for for the journey of where i was in those dark days of getting kicked out of those schools to now it's like you know i'm good i'm all right you know i'm okay yeah yeah
0: what were you taking at those schools
1: like what were you trying to get your degree Mm. in i guess um Business uh, management, I always just, I've always liked working with numbers and just kind of being like in a, like a leadership role, I guess, mm-hmm. of like, not really like so bossy, like, hey, we're doing it my way, but just like, you know, like, hey, we can, I think this would be a good idea, like, let's try it and I'll back you up 100%. So I've always wanted to be in a role where I could kind of lead by example but like work with numbers too and when i had and i man i still probably need to go back to like i think i lack maybe a year and a half of school before wow. i get that that bachelor's and when i tell people that they're like what the fuck are you doing then like go back like you have no kids no wife like go like what are you doing but you know it's um when i got to the tax commission it was, you know, I was like, man, this is perfect. Like, I'm doing what I like to do. I'm helping my people and I'm working with numbers. Mm-hmm. We did a lot of invoicing and a lot of, uh, you know, percentage, like when it comes to like our tax breaks and all this stuff. I like collecting money for the tribe. So I was like, man, this is perfect. You know, like I'm I really out here making a difference. I'm working with numbers and I'm helping my people. This is exactly what I want to do. But I just don't have that degree. You know, but I was super thankful for that job because of the experience. I think that's what, you know, life really comes down to is just experiences. You know, I mean, I wish I'm not saying I regret some stuff, but I just wish I could have done some stuff differently. You know? Yeah. Especially with those schools. Um, But nonetheless, I mean, you know, those those times make you to, you know, who you are now. Mm -hmm. So. Like I said, man, I'm just extremely thankful for like the whole journey of just where I was at in those dark, in that dark apartment, literally dark to, you know, now just like life is just so vibrant, vibrant and just full of opportunity. But it's great. Like, it's just so great, man. Yeah. Just thankful, you
0: know. Yeah. I love how you noticed, too, like you needed to leave, you know, and find something else. Yeah. Yeah. Because some people just don't. Notice that, yeah, or they just want to, they know they need to, but they just stay in it, yeah, yeah. And <clears throat> and I didn't know that, man. I didn't know like uh, you know, anything prior to like mm-hmm. us like talking or whatever, you know. Yeah. And it's really cool to hear like everything, like you've gone through, you've been going through, and and then moving here. Like, I didn't even know you're from Dallas, dude. Like, I thought you're just from um, Lawton but that's that's so that's you know like and it's i love man i love i love always just hearing like uh, everybody's like little stories and stuff and and i mean like the come up too man and you talked about like how what would you say like uh the positivity like you know like you you control like that's the one thing i think you control like is your like way of dealing with the outcome of stuff because mm-hmm. we don't have control of anything that happens. Yeah, it's all like, like if like if I got a flat tire, like getting mad about it or upset isn't really gonna do shit yeah, about it. it's gonna so, make it worse. So I think like you know like one time I did have a flat tire,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I had to go to work or whatever, and I was like, I was like, damn man, I'm gonna be fucking late. I got to change it. I don't have anything to change it. Yeah. So we had to call AAA or whatever, and mm-hmm. and I was like. I got I got all ready and stuff to go, and then I was like, man, I was like, you know what? I was like, maybe I wasn't meant to like be on the road at Mm -hmm. that time. Yeah, like you know, maybe like you know, I'm being saved. Yeah, you know, in that sense or whatever. You know, like I don't know, like what could happen. Yeah, and it popped on the fucking road. Yeah, like I don't know, or something. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, so I mean, now like you know, like stuff, crazy stuff happens, bad stuff happens, but I always try to look at like. The positive in it too yeah like i don't try to. to like let it ruin my day mm. and i mean like you say like you wake up and you're like oh you know like man today's gonna be a good day mm-hmm. you know no matter what yeah and yeah you know like if you're not like it's like a certain way of thinking mm-hmm. even with like the whole like uh kind of like manifesting too yeah. you know like like uh i remember when i had chris on yeah and I knew what manifesting was, kind of, but I didn't really like get into it a lot. Yeah. But a lot of like guests, like they think like that. Yeah. Like it's like, um, uh, you know, I'm gonna have a great, I'm gonna have a great day, or I'm gonna do this, and yeah. it's gonna happen. Like things will happen, and and like how Chris like said was like, um, he just used an example, but he was like, he said he started saying like, I'm gonna get a. He's like, I just just wanted to kind of start it off, like, easy or whatever. He's like, so I'm going to get, like, a really great parking spot somewhere today. Like, it's going to happen. Like, I'm going to get a really great parking spot wherever I'm going. Yeah. And sure enough, man, he said, like, he did. Mm -hmm. And he was, like, kind of, like, shocked or whatever. But, you know, like, and I started thinking about it. It's like, and that's what I do now. Like, I I don't, like, say, like, I'm going to get a great parking spot. Like, I don't say stuff. But, you know, like, I don't have, like, the doubts anymore. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's great. I don't say, like, if I don't say, like, oh, if I get this or if I do that or whatever. Yeah. It's more of like, I am going to do that, mm-hmm. you know, depending on when it will happen. Yeah. And that's like, it's so like, I was talking about it with somebody else too, but to some people that it just sounds like so out there and crazy to think like that. But it's yeah. like, yeah. but how, like, how, how crazy is it to think like that when? We're basically, like, before that, I was just doubting myself all the time. Like, man, I can't do that. I can't do that shit. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not smart enough to think like that or talk like that or, you know, I'm not smart enough to have conversations with people like yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, and Mm -hmm. it's like, and you're always, like, you're always doubting yourself and you're always, like, shouting it into Mm -hmm. the universe of, like, I can't do that. I can't do this. Like, I'm not good enough for that. Mm -hmm. And so, oh, yeah, I was Marshall. But, you know, words are powerful, man. They are. Like, words are powerful. Yeah. And then yeah. when you just say stuff like that, like you doubt yourself and you say you can't, mm-hmm. that's what happens. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it's so, it's, it does sound cheesy or whatever. It does sound whatever. But I mean, it's true, dude. Like, you have to think about, like, these words and how you're saying it and, you know, speak it into existence and stuff yeah. like that, you know? And I mean, it's, and it took me a while to think, start, you mm-hmm. know, kind of having like a a thought about that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think, do you remember like being, you know, when you said about like, you know, like your verbiage and like your words and stuff, like I can't, or if, do do you remember like being like a little kid and like teacher would be like, you don't have that word in your vocabulary. Mm -hmm. Can't and don't, you know, it's kind of like, you know, those little lessons as a kid, like they make sense as you get older, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's just something to, something to reflect on of just, you know, how you talk out loud You know, even your own thoughts in your head that you don't say out loud, like it it makes a huge difference of how you're going to go about something, Mm -hmm. whether it's a simple task or whether it's, you know, something like, damn, I don't know if I can do that, but I'm a a damn sure try. Yeah, like I'm going to I'm going to give it, you know, everything I got. And I think, you know, me, you know, I think both of us know as creators, you know, there is challenges when you're creating something Mm -hmm. and there is challenges when you're trying to do something new or, you know, not get stagnant. It's like, you know, okay, like how can I keep this thing pushing, you know, like, and I think as creators, like, you know, me, you, YK, like, um, you know, like artists like Natalie, like all these creators, you know, Riker, you know, no one, no, per, to me personally, nobody can critique my work more than, my, than me. Mm-hmm. There's been days, I don't know how you feel. Um, you know, me and Dakota about, have talked about this a lot. There's been days where I'm like, all right, this graphic's done. But I'm like, you know what? I don't like it. Trash the whole thing and start over. Yeah. So I think as creators, you know, nobody can critique us more than, you know, our own selves. And that comes to like the confidence thing comes in, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but I think again you know you're going to have some stuff that you make as a creator that you know that you just love and then when you show to people they might not be rocking with it you know and that's fine but I like it yeah now it's something more personal it's like okay they need to like it like they're paying me to make what they want like they need to like it but you know if like I said I just think as creators you know, no one can critique us more than our own selves, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure you've ran into it. You know, have you have you ever had something like where you're making something like, you know what? I don't like it. Mm-hmm. And just trash it. Like, have you, have as a, you know, Okie podcast or, you know, all these, you know, I've seen you, you're always doing something. Like, mm-hmm. have you created something or finished a project? and You're like, you know what? I don't like it. We're not going to put it out. Or we're not going to, you know, have you ran into that? Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah um it usually goes for like the artworks of the episodes um because at first i didn't know what the hell i was doing like i knew like graphics and stuff but you know things change over time and you always have to be on top of what's changing what's new what's yep. easier what's what's gonna you know what's gonna pop like there's there's rules to like yep. putting yep. stuff out and then like grabbing people's attentions. Then you have to think about the people that lose, like, attention spans. Like, now it's, like, three seconds or whatever. But, I mean, but mainly it goes, like, I remember when I first started doing, like, the artwork, I was just going to put the main logo on everything. Yeah, yeah. But then I was like, I was like, man, that kind of seems lazy. Like, I'm just doing this. I was like, yeah, it's hard right now because I don't know how to talk. Like, I talk to, like, people just regular like without hitting the record button yeah. but when it's on it's fucking hard like yeah. it was hard to do at first like yeah, I bet. I bet. and i say like riker carried me that first episode because i was so afraid i was so scared mm-hmm. and i was just like i didn't know what to say every time he said something like cuz mm-hmm. that was my first time meeting him and i didn't want to like run him off yeah. and then like it was just like all these things in my head like mm-hmm. what could go wrong yeah yeah And then I had to edit that sucker, like, because I kept, man, I kept, like, I kept having dead air, and then I kept, like, saying, dang, and I had to, and I sound like Joe Dirt, (laughs) and I had to edit that out, and then it was just, like, I, and there's some parts where I wasn't even making sense, and I was like, damn, I gotta make it make sense, because I'm just kind of just going off, I'm not even talking about what he's talking about, but I'm trying to, and it, it just sounded like I was just, like, trying too hard to, um, to talk yeah. when it's just like, just fucking talk, yeah, just like just, it. just talk. But, yeah. but then like when they got, when I finished it, I was like, okay, I was like, well, I'm done, you know, I'll release it in a couple of weeks. Yeah. And I was like, you know, in the back of your head, it's like, I need to do more, you know, like I can't just, I need to try at least to make a graphic for his, uh, for him or
1: something like, yeah, make it specific to yeah, him.
0: Yeah. You know, like I need to put like where it's available at and stuff. So yeah. I think I just grabbed our picture first, like, the first, like, I think 10 episodes, maybe. Mm-hmm. I think I started with, De- not Dakota, uh Christians. Okay. So I grabbed a picture of his, and I just started throwing, like, my logo on it. And I, like I, started, it? I started adding, like, backgrounds to it and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Before that, though, it was just, like, pictures we've taken, you know, at the desk or whatever. And then I just slapped the logo behind him, and I just put, like... Where it's available at, yeah. and then yeah. and then release it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But but then I started like I was like, okay, well, how can that become better than that? But there there were times where I'd spend like a couple hours just thinking about it, yeah. and I'd put something together, and I'd look at it, yeah. and I just I just sit there and look at it and be like, I could do way better than that. So I would yeah I'd scrap it. Yeah yeah. And there's like videos I make too where I'll be like three quarters of the way done and yeah. And I hate it.
1: And scrap the whole. thing. And I
0: scrapped the whole yeah. thing, and it's like, and some people are like, "Yeah, but you're looking at it like maybe if you let other people see it." And I was like, "Yeah, but I don't want other people to see that yeah. because I fucking hate it." Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, So it's better to just scrap it right. and then just. I mean, I'll, I'll give it a mm-hmm. like a few hours, and I'll get back to it. Yeah. But you know, I'm I'm real like you, like I'm real picky with what I do.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think it, I think that too, like goes both ways. You can make something and you know what I'm like man like I really don't like it and then people would just be like man like that's dope mm-hmm. or it could be something you know I've, I've ran into it um, in the opposite way I'm like man this one is gonna hit and mm-hmm. then like I post it and it's like damn I really didn't get a lot of love like I thought mm-hmm. but it's just you know vice versa like you can create something and be like man it's gonna be cool and then it's a dud or you'd be like man like I really don't like this I did one for this for um uh the other day and I was like man like I really don't like it and I showed the girl and she like was like had like tears in her eyes she's like no like this is perfect like I love it like Mm -hmm. what are you talking about and I was like man I just feel like I could have done a better job like if you give me more time she's like no this is perfect like you know so I think just like I said as a creator you know we will critique ourselves you know more than anybody you know yeah very hard on ourselves yeah yeah, very. Um, yeah, I. Th- so, like, do you ever, like, I do like a like on that iPad right there, and it's charging now. As soon as I walked in your house, I said, well, you know, I need to charge this thing." <laughs> yeah. Um. You know, I keep every single original file that I've ever created. I even got the um the Oklahoma talent is is oh yeah still in mm-hmm. its original layered form. But what I'm what I'm getting at is. I have the very first piece that I ever done on there still broken down in, in its layered form. Mm-hmm. So, and I look back at that picture as a reminder, like, damn, that's where I started. And this is, this is what I can do now. And I have a, I'll compare that picture to like this picture I did for Cordy. You know, Cordy G. No. No. Okay. Well, she, she's, you need to get her on too. She she has some good stuff to say. I anyway, um, I did this portrait for Cordy and she was like in her uh, regalia, super intricate, super just detailed. And I was like, I was like, I don't know if I can do this, but I did it. And it's like my, one of my favorite ones just because of all the details, the red, the purple. And I look at that picture for her and the first picture I did, I'm like, man, these look like two different people, Mm -hmm. but it just shows like the progress I've made. Yeah. So do you ever like look back and be like, dang, that's, where I was to where I am now, and I thought that was good back then. I thought what I did a long time ago was dope and great, mm-hmm. but what I'm doing now was ten times better, yeah, it's like do you ever like look back at your old stuff? yeah, I like,
0: have to <laughs> me, i mean <clears throat> I have to to see that progression, yeah. I know I'm progressing, yeah. but it's yeah. always good to see like a um evidence of it, yeah, to reflect yeah yeah, to, just, to actually see like the growth that. You actually do like within a year, a year and a half, or whatever. Like, I mean, like before the podcast, I'm gonna do, I wasn't doing shit, like, I wasn't doing anything, but you know, like, but a year, it's it's about a year and a half now that I've been doing this, and and I don't even like, I hate doing it, but I listened to the first episode, yeah, I hate it, I hate it because of me. Is it like, is it like cringy? Like, it's real, yeah, it's like, and I'm like, I like, uh. Oh, man, uh, we'll probably listen to it after this, but it's just, like, so, like, my intro is really rushed. Like, I can't even, like, I don't even want to, like, mimic it, like, right yeah. now. Like, yeah. I feel like I could, but the intro to Riker is just, like, so, like, rushed. Like, yeah. I'm just trying to, like, get it out, but I'm, like, like I'm so, like, uh, you could just tell I'm, like, scared and... Like, hyper, like, about to hyperventilate. It sounds like I'm like, well, Yeah,
1: I want oh, we'll have to listen to
0: it, man. But it's just like, Oh, this is like and I'm just trying to get through it and I'm just trying to introduce him so he could take over. Yeah, yeah. But you know, like, before that, like, I needed a crutch, like, I needed somebody. That's what I wanted my friend to do with me because if this failed, then at least we both failed, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't be just solely me, mm-hmm. but you know, like things work out like we were saying you know things work out how they're supposed to yeah and yeah. you know it's helped me it's helped me grow to become a person to just stand on my own yeah yeah and if i fail then cool so you try. what yeah you're like trying. fucking yeah. get up and do it again you know or or like i'm making other shows or whatever and if those fail then fuck it like cool like well let's let's try again but with something
1: else or something i don't know you know like there's
0: there's so much like stuff to do it's not just a one
1: hit or quitter it's like man just fucking go the thing that i love about okie podcast man is it's it's oklahoma man like Mm -hmm. there are so many cool things happening in our state and there's so many dope ass people here like just dope there's just man just there's just dope ass people here man like People think, oh, like, Oklahoma, damn middle of the map, ain't shit here. Mm -hmm. You know, like, it is what it is. But, man, like, there's a lot of good things happening in Oklahoma. And we have a lot of cool shit here. We do. Yeah. You know, I love Oklahoma. You know, I do. You know, Texas, that will always be a part of me. And, you know, Dallas and everything. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I I just love Oklahoma, man. Like, you can go anywhere in the state in, in just a few hours, you know. And, like, I was telling you, I feel like Tulsa is, like, you know, this whole other state way over here. And I feel like Oklahoma City and Lawton's like our area way over there. But it's like, man, there's just a lot of cool shit here. Like not even just in our native worlds with, you know, I think it was 37, 38 tribes that are here Mm -hmm. in Oklahoma. But just, I was like, man, like with, with Russ, man, it's like, you know, interviewing all these dope people like, man, but it's an Oklahoma thing. Mm-hmm. And I think I even shared your post not too long ago. I was like, man, there's like a bunch of cool shit happening in Oklahoma. And some stuff, you know, you just have to just tap into, you know, maybe do your research to find out, like, damn, I didn't know we had that here. Or I didn't know this person was from here. I, someone said Brad Pitt from Oklahoma. I didn't know that. Yeah. Like, he's from Shawnee, uh, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I didn't know that. Like, <laughs> Troy's like one of my, probably my Ooh. second favorite movie of all time, maybe third. Achilles. Yeah. Like, I love that movie. And I was like, damn, I didn't know he's from O my mom told me that. And I was like, What the hell? So when you get Brad Pitt on Okie Podcast <laughs> I wanna find him. But it's just like man There's know.
0: so much that goes on here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you said, you have to tap into it. You yeah. have to find these things because <laughs> I didn't know like we had a I knew like f- like um Films are being made here, mm-hmm. but there's so many like actors here mm-hmm. that live here and do this stuff we're living. Yeah. There's a comedy scene here, uh, a bunch of comedians like here in Oklahoma City, like yeah. they do their thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to tap into that. You know, we got the rap battle leagues going on. Mm-hmm. I didn't know we had that. I like, didn't either. Yeah. That's so crazy. Then yeah. we got the freaking NBA going on in Oklahoma City, I and mean, we got YK filming them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, there's like so much like stuff like going on. Like you really do have to just tap into yeah. it. You have to pay attention, yeah. you know. And and it's cool, man. Like it's cool to reach out to people,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then they reach back. It's yeah. like yeah, like let's let's do it. Like let's, you yeah. know, let's let's do, let's do a podcast or whatever. Like that's so cool to like be able to do something like that.
1: D- didn't you get Jordan? Didn't you get Ji I. on here? Jordan? That was yeah. Yeah. Ji. Yeah, yes. A- She's another one that went to Sequoia with us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and let me hey, shout out to Jordan, man. That's my girl, man. When she's on that stage, that is not an act. She's like that all the time. That yeah. girl is just funny. She's funny as fuck. Um with her, you know, she same thing, man. She kinda grew up with us back home and was always at our house hanging out and stuff. And um you know, just growing up, you know, people, you know, really wouldn't come see visit my parents as much anymore. People get kids and blah, blah, blah and move away. And, but she recently came to the house and my dad was like, damn. He's like, man, I miss her, man. Like, she's just funny. Mm-hmm. He's like, she needs to be damn on the stage. I was like, that's what she does now. Yeah. Like, she's a comedian now. He's like, really? He's like, man, I'd love to go watch her. And I was like, well, you're going to have to go to, you, you know, you can go to Dwayne's in Tahlequah. Like, she's always doing shows down there. Or go to Tulsa. He's like, man, she's just, her personality, so. When you said you know the comedy, that's that's the first person I thought of. So, shout out to her too. I actually made her logo too for her. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, her mic and the JI and everything. So, yeah. Shout out to Jordan, man. She's hilarious. That's how she really is in real life too. So, hopefully, I see her at the Creek Nation this weekend or somewhere. And you should I'll be in Tulsa, so hopefully, hopefully. yeah,
0: yeah. And then, well, like, uh, man, she's she's fucking hilarious, dude. And <laughs> she is. And so I started the whole with comedy thing. Mm-hmm. So that's basically where I, cause, okay, so here's like my idea. Um, it's not like a skit or anything. It's just, so right now I know of six native comedians. Mm-hmm. So Jordan, Brent, Dio, Keelan Paul, Zebediah No Fire, mm-hmm. Will Buck, and Dakota Six Killer. Mm-hmm. So they're all comedians. or are native comedians you know. and. I mean, they hustle, they grind, they go to these open mics, they mm-hmm. get booked or whatever, and they host different comedy shows. And so my thinking was, um, let's make some content for you guys. Mm-hmm. Let's, you know, I'll, I got a camera that, you know, I only use for the rap battles and other things that you know I find interesting. But I'd like to put it more to use. Yeah. I was like, so how about, you know, we all, you guys, you tell me when you're going to perform. Mm-hmm. If it's material you want. I'll come record it, yeah. I'll edit it, yeah. and we'll we'll slap it on social media. Yeah. I was like, let's cause I was like, you guys are fucking hilarious, man. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, there's no reason why, you know, you shouldn't have more exposure. Yeah. There's no reason why you shouldn't like be out here, you know, getting more shows, getting booked everywhere. Like mm-hmm. let's let's like let's start creating, you know, opportunities, you know, for everybody. Yeah. You know, let's yeah. you know, and then like I just find it like, you know, how could I be of service, you know, to people? Mm-hmm. And so that's like one of the things I thought of and I I brought it to them and they were like, that's dope. Like, let's do it. Like we're down. Yeah. And I did record a set of Jordans. I'll show you after we're done. Yeah. But I'm gonna release that. I made us a Facebook page. I made us an Instagram. I made us a YouTube. Yeah. I'm trying to make us a TikTok too. But yeah. but yeah, man, like I just wanna I just wanna showcase them, man, because they're
1: funny, dude. Yeah. And I feel like uh, you know, me and uh, my my brother Terrence back home, like, you know, Worms and YK. Like, I feel like native comedy is like so like untouched, like so like people don't know about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the, the world doesn't know. And I think they finally got a piece of that, like with Res Dogs, Reservation Dogs. And when we were watching the premiere that night, I was like, damn, that sounds like some of me and my friends. Mm -hmm. You know, and but they're on like a huge scale now. So it was so cool to see people finally get into like, you know, seeing like how natives joke around. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes, man, we're fucking cruel. Yeah. (laughs) But it's funny, man. Like, man, like I just love laughter is just such the it's the best medicine, man. Like Mm -hmm. when you're laughing like uncontrollably and just in a laughing mood, man, it's just like, you know. It's just the best of times.
0: And it's funny when they know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. And then the more they laugh, you laugh. Yeah. And it's so uncontrollable. Yes. Tears cramping. Like it's mm-hmm.
1: so Oh my God. And like some like my boy Worms, man, like he's rugged, bro. Like <laughs> shout out to him. I love my brother Worms, <laughs> but man, like he just be saying like the like the most inappropriate, like nastiest shit. Like, we'll be at dinner and I'd be like, Damn, that's thick. And he'd be like, Who's stick? I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, chill, bro. Or You know, like, bro, like, it's real, but like, uh, like with damn YK, like if we're like damn at a funeral or like somewhere, like we need to like chill out, Uh I'll tell my like, bro, look at me. Don't fucking make me laugh in there. Cause once I start, I can't stop. And he would be like, all right, man, we're good. And I was like, actually sit over there (laughs) and same thing, man. Like we was at this, at this funeral and God, this is going to sound horrible. But my sister came, and I was like, hey, sit between me and Dakota, because I can't sit by him because I'm going to be damn cracking up. and I don't want to laugh like that, because once I start, like, it's hard for me to stop. And uh, anyways, that didn't work. She sat between us, but it still didn't work. I actually ended up having to leave a little early just because I was damn laughing around. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, damn. But, yeah, man, laughter is just, you know, natives, man, we, we have – Man, we just have our own humor, and it's just funny, you know. Like mm-hmm. it's just genuinely just funny. I'm actually I'm looking forward to seeing what you got at Jordan because she's crazy, man. Every time I see her, man, first thing she's always just talking shit, but it's funny, like. <laughs> you know what I mean? Especially like, and it's okay. Like she could say anything she wants to me, and I can't get offended because we just go. You know, I'm 30 now. She's known me since I was 13. You know, like mm-hmm. we go way back. So. Yeah, man, the native world or people need to know what native comedy's like, man. So that's cool y'all's y'all's tapping into that scene too, man, because it's it's like a like a lane that hasn't been driven yet. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. And that's awesome. Yeah, shout out to Jordan. Well dude, it's
0: crazy because um I had Zebadai on mm-hmm. and I've had Dakota on and Brent on and then what caught my attention was when I had Zebadai on, he was like like that whole week from Sunday, cause he came over. It was either Wednesday or Thursday he came over. Yeah, but he said a whole week he was hitting up open mics, and then the next day I think he, I think he came over on Thursday. Then the next day, which was Friday, he was going to Arkansas
2: mm-hmm.
0: to do open mic. Mm-hmm. I was like, dude, so you do? You've been doing open mics all week. You're like you're gonna do it all week? And after the pod, he went to one. Mm. So all week he was doing them, and I was like, that's. Yeah. I was like dude that's so crazy, like uh, I never knew like I know like there's open mics, but I didn't know you guys hit him up like that yeah, he was shit. Like,
1: every every damn day like, man if you'd like, love
0: it, man, you'll do it yeah, yeah, you'll, you'll do find it. a way to do it. It. do it
1: you'll do it so like another thing as a creator like do you have days where you're like man like I don't wanna do it like I just wanna like I don't wanna I don't want to mess with editing or I don't want to mess with, like, a recording or a video. I just want to just leave it alone. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want to just leave it over there and just not do anything. Or I'm going to go do something else. Like, do you ever have those days? Yeah. Yeah. And I do it. Yeah. Yeah. You end up going to your editing stuff? or you No,
0: I, sh- I just end up, like, just leaving it okay. for a day. Yeah. Or maybe two. Yeah. Because I think time away from it, you don't want to kind of burn yourself out. Yeah. Because then you kind of make it, like, it's an actual job yeah, rather yeah, than, is. like, um, I mean, it's a job, but yeah. you don't want to, like, make it into something you're not, like, you don't want to make it into something that you're going to hate. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, and then, like you said, like, when you talk to yourself, like, DT chill, like, it's like, Russ, like, you could take a break, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, like, like you just- have some episodes stacked up, you know, you're caught up, mm-hmm. um, that artwork's due in a couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah, you take a couple days off, like play some games or something, or just take a nap.
1: Yeah, yeah, take a nap. (laughs) There's a lot of days where I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna go home, and I'm not gonna get on that iPad and my computer, and I'm just gonna leave it alone. Mm -hmm. But there is a lot of I think when you're creating stuff and it's just you, it's like damn. We're on, you know. Everything I create is on my time, unless mm-hmm. somebody needs something specifically. Like, hey, I need this, this, this by this day. Then it's like, okay, yeah. Um, but it's like, you know, if you're creating something and it's just you, then it's really just on your time. So you can really do it whenever you want. Mm-hmm. But that's also like a kryptonite because it's like, well, it's only going to get done if I do it. Yeah, you know. And with 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 my brand, that's one thing that I've ran into is just. You know, because I get asked to do something every day. I guarantee one of these things on this phone is there's one right there. <laughs> but, like, you know, people, and I'm, I'm so grateful for that. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. complaining yeah. about being busy or getting emails about, you know, business inquiries. I'm not. I, I love it. I love when people text me saying, hey, I have this idea, or I need my logo rebranded, or anything, or I, I want this portrait for someone who's no longer with us, you know. Mm-hmm. I love a challenge. Um, and I love, you know, people just reaching out saying, you know, Hey, can you do this and that? I'm like, I don't know, but I'll try. Or if someone's like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I can do that. Then, you know, I'll knock it out, you know, sometimes that day or that evening. But, you know, um, there is days where, you know, I'm just like, man, I know I need to like hurry up and do that stuff, but I just don't feel like doing it today. Mm -hmm. And yeah, there's some days where I just won't Pick it up, I'll just leave it sitting there like it is and just let it charge, or, um, you know, and just won't. Sometimes I tell myself, like, all right, like, I'm not going to do it today. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, vice versa. There's some days where I'm like, all right, when I get home, I'm going to draw. Like, I'm going to do some editing. Then I won't do it. Why? I don't know. It's like, just, I guess, just being lazy, I guess, or. I guess, like, knowing, like, what it's going to take for me to create it. And, like, I just don't feel like doing, like, a certain step in that process. Yeah. And in that process, I'm like, you know, well, because I don't feel like doing that one step, I don't feel like doing the whole thing right now. I'll do it later. Mm-hmm. But I just don't feel like doing it now, you know. I work, you know, basically from from 7.30 to 6 every day or four days a week. Um, so it's like, you know, when I get days off. Like, I just want to chill. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Like I said, I think both of us as creators, you know, just being like, hey, it's all my time. I can do it when I want. But then it's like it's only going to get done if I do it. So that's just like an interesting thing. And I talk to a lot of other people, too, of just like, you know, advice and stuff. Man, there's some really, like, talented artists out there. Mm-hmm. you know and it's like you know like man like how you know one of one of my biggest like inspirations when it comes to like just art um, has always been Kelly Gonzalez from back home have you ever heard of her Mm-mm. man she's dope I actually if, I'll show you after we're off but I actually got some stickers of her work on my iPad man she is just phenomenal she can do it like digitally and then like she can take her work and like put it like on a canvas and paint it like she is oh damn, she's dope kelly gonzalez also went to high school with her she's ridiculous with her work i've always been a huge fan of her and you know her her whole family man they're they're good people and another one i want to talk about is isaiah stewart from lawrence uh he's a uh he man his work i'll show you him too man but like he does like these like western type of like native Western type of paintings and stuff, mm-hmm. but he'll do like a painting, like on a canvas. And then he can also do like a paint, like a mural, like on a huge wall or something. Mm-hmm. But he also does like, uh, like digital, like graphic design. And man, his designs are just so dope, man. They're so simple and, but they're so like intricate, but man, like they're just dope artists, man. Like there's so many people that I just have to like, give shout outs to for like inspiring me just to create, you know, mm-hmm. of just, you know, trying this or trying that, you know, and, and Kelly, Isaiah, um, Natalie, she's dope. She's always been dope. Funny thing about Natalie is we, um, I can't remember how the art contest went, but she came up to me. We were still in school. She's like, hey, I'm in, I'm getting in this art contest. And I was like, okay. And she's like, well, can I draw you? I was like, yeah, that's fine. So she drew me and uh afterwards she was like, "Hey, she's like, I'm done." I was like, "Damn, like that's bro, it it looks phenomenal." But I was like super skinny, like braids and everything, looked like super I, looked, <laughs> I showed that <laughs> picture. It's a, it's like a pro like a side profile picture. Uh-huh. And I showed my dad and I was like, "Hey man, like look what this girl drew of me." He's like, "Damn." He like, it "Looks like a damn buffalo nickel because it was like bro, I <laughs> had like the long <laughs> hair and like the big Indian nose and <laughs> But she killed it, man. I was like, "Damn, Maddie, like you are dope." And that was like, I was like, just seeing her like, I was like, man, that's why I knew like Natalie's like cold with it. I wish I still had that picture. I think it's at my dad's house, like put up in the shed somewhere, like the original. Because after she drew it, I was like, "Man, that's crazy." Mm-hmm. And she ended up letting me have it. She signed it and everything. And God, that must have been in like 2000. I don't know, eight, nine, eight, nine, somewhere, yeah, somewhere around there. Like mm-hmm. nine. But yeah, just just wanted to shout out those three men of just being like you know some people that just you know inspire me as other artists. You know, yeah. I think you have to have that. You know, you have to find inspiration. You know, mm-hmm. and you know sometimes like when I'm, you know, just creating a piece for somebody or a logo or just anything. Um, you know, sometimes I, I have the idea and the inspiration right then and there and mm-hmm. I'll start that day. Then sometimes I won't have the inspiration for like a week or two. I'm like, I don't know what I, I don't know where I'm going with this. Like I don't. So the inspiration for me just kind of comes, I guess in waves of, you know, do I want to mm-hmm. do it this way or do it that way? So I think like, you know, as, as, you know, you have to find inspiration and your motivation to create, you know, whatever you're creating. Um, you know, me and me and Chris were talking about it. Um, I was like, man, like, you know, how do you do like, you know, like when you're running like your, your, your training sessions? Like, you know, you're still creating like you're still creating like the, all these drills and stuff. He's like, man, like he's like, I don't even know. He's like, I just find my own, my own motivation just, you know, here and there. And, you know, once I'm ready, then, you know, get to the facility and, you know, we put the work in. And just asking, you know, just different people, like, you know, as a creator, like, how do you stay motivated? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, how do you, I just don't want to get stagnant, you know? Yeah. I don't want to get stuck. Because I love it, man. Like, I just genuinely love what I'm doing. Like, I love the logo. I just love everything about it, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm just so thankful for that, man. I'm just so thankful for, you know, it's funny just how it started. It started out as just a joke, honestly. For real? Yeah. Were
0: you always an artist? Did you, like, draw a lot in school? Or? Um,
1: Yeah, I, I always, you know, was the kid that just, and I'm left-handed. I don't know if people think left-handed people are just these awesome drawers because I'm really, like, not, like, you can give me a piece of paper to write something and it's going to look like shit. Mm-hmm. But give me a little bit, like, and I'll fix the lines. But as a kid, I was always just the one that, like, drew on my paper. Mm-hmm. And it all started, like, like really, like, drawing, like, these, like, I used to, like, be written, like, graffiti. My sister, Amber, I have to give her a lot of credit, she had, like, this book where she would, like, draw, like, her favorite, like, artist names or, like, family names, like my grandma or um, just, like, names, like Aaliyah or Beyonce. She would draw their name out in, like, these crazy bubble-looking letters. And I was like, man, like, that's cool. Like, how'd you do that? And she would show me. We would, you know, fight and stuff, just being brother and sister, and we're, dang, we're only, like, a year apart. Um, And, like, she's like, well, I'm not showing you no more. Like, we would just argue, and she wouldn't show, like, how many she would make it. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times when she was gone, I would go in her room, get that whole um binder of all those pictures, all those things she would draw, and I would just trace them or I would just mimic them. And then I started getting good at them, like better than her. And it, it really just all started with that. So then like it became like in class of just drawing like letters. And, you know, of course, with my name being D, like I think I drew DT on everything that this logo mm-hmm. has been in my head for years or just even when I sign stuff, or they say initial here, you know, mm-hmm. it's always a circle, boom, boom, and a cross. You know, mm-hmm. that that, that logo was always in my head, but I didn't even realize it. But anyway, so I started with with that, gotten gotten the inspiration from my sister, and then, um, just always would just just draw stuff. I felt like when I had a sharpie in my hand, like I had to draw something. I don't know what it would be or what, but I felt like I just had to draw. And I really didn't take it too serious. Like, I wasn't one to, like, you know, like, oh, like, you know, like, we were athletes. You know, like, it was, like, sports first and everything growing up. And then, like, I was never, like, oh, I'm going to enter. I I never entered any art contest. I never did any, never took any extracurricular art activities or art classes or anything. And then, um, like I said, just always drew. Then got an iPad And then I remember I drew my name, and then I posted it of, like, how I drew, like, like these crazy graffiti-style letters, and then someone else was like, hey, I want one. I'll give you five bucks. I'm like, really? Like, okay. Mm -hmm. So I did it, and then they shared it. And then now I was like, well, I want one. So I sent out a tweet, and I was like, hey, retweet this, and I'll draw your name. And I did it for free, which was dumb, because I had, like... I I ended up deleting that tweet. I wish I took a screenshot of it, but there was like 30-something retweets. And I was like, fuck, damn. I got to draw all these damn names now. <laughs> got to stick to my word. So I did. I drew them all. I drew them all from Twitter. And then they kept them, and um, then it was like people like I like people were starting to message me, like, hey, I want one. I'm like, all right, now I'm going to start charging like for my time, like my efforts. Mm-hmm. And then got away from the names. And then one day, my cousin, Deverick, I got to give a lot of credit to him, man, because when he asked me to do this next job, it, like, really, like, took off for me as far as, like, getting, like, inquiries about my work. So he was like, hey, I seen this picture, how this girl turned this other girl into, like, a cartoon. Like, she, like, took the picture and, like, redrew it, but it looked like a cartoon, like, digital work. He's like and he showed me he's like can you do it and I was like I don't know I was like I'll try I was like I think and he's like I'll give you like 10 bucks like for your time and it might take you a while I'm like no don't worry about it and um drew the picture and that was the very first one that I was talking about earlier of like comparing like where I was to what I am now Mm -hmm. and Dev loved it man he posted it shared it tagged me in it this is who did it you know DT or on Facebook Dylan T dark and it just, man. It just on my phone was like just blowing up, like on Messenger, on Instagram. Like, can you do? Can you do mine? Like, I want one. I want one. And I was like, yeah. I remember the very first one like I did, and um, it took me like some days, like three days of just like coming home from work, doing it for a couple hours, mm-hmm. and send it back to the girl, and she loved it. And I was like, man, I might be on to something here. And I remember she's like, how much do I owe you? I was like, $15. And she was like, that's it? I was like, yeah. And she ended up sending me like 35 And I was like, what the hell? Like, this girl sent me $35? Like, I thought, you know, like, I was still in that mindset of like, is this good enough? You know, like, did I do a good job? Mm-hmm. So when she sent me an extra 20 bucks to like 35 I was like, damn, like, that's a lot of money to me, like. I just drew you a picture and you're giving me $35 for it. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to my, my brother Terrence back home and he was like, man, you might be on to something. I was like, maybe he's like, man, like, he's like, make you a logo and just see where it goes. And I was like, man, like, no, cause it's going to die out. People's not going to take me serious and it's just going to, you know, die out. He's like, man, just try Like, fuck it. Just try. So that's when I came up with that ugly logo that D it was just it was just Oh, oh I'll show you bro it's shit two I, I kind of remember yeah it but. was just like <laughs> it's like script letters like D and T and there was like some like red and red blue and yellow like our Comanche colors like red blue and yellow like colors like like were behind the letters to make like they were like glowing mm-hmm. god it looks like shit <laughs> it's embarrassing but um so I did and I was he's like well what are you gonna call it I was like my visuals. He's like, you can't call it my visuals. <laughs> He's like, I was like, no, I was like DT's visuals. He's like, perfect, man. So, um, yeah, I I made an Instagram that day. Um, and I was like, all right, man, like I'm off now. Like I'll post all my work to, to there. Mm-hmm. And then that damn logo. And I was like, I remember I was just sitting there and I was watching TV and I'm just like doodling stuff. Like I'm taking notes about this, um, I'm watching TV, taking notes from a call about about this drawing this girl wants me to try to do. And I was like, I just was just drawing BS. And I drew my initials. And I drew like that. I drew that the logo that I have now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I kind of like that. like a, That's just a D and a T. But like I said, I've, when I initial stuff, I always do it like that. And I was like, I should just make, it, I should make that one. I should just redo the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So... That's what I did. Got on the iPad and I was like, Terrence, I was like, what do you think about this one, man? He's like, yeah. He's like, that's that's dope. I was like, well, can you, what do you see? He's like, he's like, I kind of see like a cross, like it's like religion. I was like, no, nah, that's not what I'm going for. He's like, no, he's like, I see the lowercase D and the lowercase T. Mm-hmm. And then showed a couple other more people and I was like, what do you see? And he was like, I see a D and a T. And I was like, perfect. I was like, this one's going to be it. So I scrapped out the other logo, just put visuals right in the middle of it. And I was like, all right, now, like, I'm ready. So I just call it DT's Visuals. and like I said, I got to give a lot of credit to my sister for showing me, you know, those letters and those graffiti style. And then, you know, I got to give a lot of credit to, to Dev for asking me to do something that I really didn't even ever really like think about. And that picture just took off. And, um, the other girl too, who like paid me like for my time, like showed me like, like, you know, this is dope. Like this is good work. You need to be You know, giving credit and you need to be paid for your time and your efforts, and I thought you know, fifteen bucks was cool, and you know, she ended up giving me like thirty five. I thought that was just like the craziest thing, so that's just where it started Um, from. Just a picture that someone asked me to do, and then another picture, and someone ended up paying me more than I thought they should, and then I made the logo that day, Um, or that that night, made Instagram. And that was it, man. DT's visuals was a, was a thing that that fast, mm-hmm. and it all probably happened within maybe maybe a week of each other. Maybe a week when I did all those damn names, thirty <laughs> something names for free. <laughs> Fuck, I'm, I'm not sending invoices out. They they owe me, damn it. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, to to now, man, it's just been god it's i never would have thought that this is what i would be doing never ever yeah it's insane insane.
0: i know man it really took off after well, we met and then i remember seeing you know you're putting in work and stuff and then i can't believe a whole year has passed since you started that yeah i mean it's crazy how fast time like moves yeah
1: it's you're exactly right um. Just, you know, time waits for nobody And it's just like Damn, like this is already coming up on a year Yeah And I was just looking at every single thing I've done I have probably 500 files on that thing Fuck Of just Oh my god Different stuff You know, some stuff hasn't even been used Some stuff will probably never be used And that's fine mm-hmm. But it's just gained experience, you know Um, And just Man, it's just like you know, one of the – I just did a camp with YK. Shout out to YK for, for bringing me along. His media, He did a media camp with the CNA tribe. Mm-hmm. And before that, um, Caleb from the CNA tribe, he works for their – you ever heard of their RESPECT program? No. It's like – it's an acronym for like like health and exercise, basically, like a tribal program mm-hmm. under the Shiner Arapaho tribes. And RESPECT is the name of the program, but it's an acronym – uh, my bags. I can't remember what it means, but it's like a like activity. Like bad, they do basketball camps and just all these camps. So he reached out to me, and he was like, "Hey man, like you know, we love your work." He's like, "Do you think you can make us a logo?" And I was like, "Damn, like, for respect." And I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Hell yeah!" So I made one, and it's their basketball logo, and um, you know, it was dope, man. Me and Caleb went back and forth on it, and. I was like, man, like this is this is cool. And for me, like I always get a kick excuse me. I get a kick of like seeing like my work like on a shirt or being like in use besides just on a screen or on a cell phone, like on a picture. So fast forward all those months later, we're at this media camp. YK invites me to come do the camp. I got to sit down and teach kids um you know how I do my stuff and it was awesome man like those kids were so cool and like you know attentive to like what I was trying to tell them and teach them and in walks Caleb and he has this shirt on and he has that logo but it's like embroidered man I thought that was just like the coolest thing and I was like man like that's why I like doing what I do like You know, fast forward now, you know, those kids, the respect kids go on their camps and stuff for their, or their, their travel team, like with their basketball team. Mm -hmm. And they all have that logo on their chest that I made, you know, sometimes at two or three in the morning, you know, when I'm tired, but it's like, you know, we finalize it now. These kids are rocking that thing, you know, um, just, you know, other bro, Eugene, he had this shirt on it. He had the logo like huge on his shirt. Like I get such a kick out of that stuff of just seeing like it's in use, you know, Mm Mm-hmm like it's, a, it's just so cool and just the other things that I've created like shirts I never thought I would be making shirt designs for people you know mm-hmm. and God it's just that just took off too you know I made some dope shirts for some cool people man like and and more coming more more definitely coming um, but I'm excited man I'm just overly excited for what's to come because there's some good stuff coming mm-hmm. with some with some cool people so yeah but yeah you made uh
0: coda his oh yeah you um coda's shirt yeah was name drop you made yeah. coda I seen you made Natani one
1: natani antone made tone shirt fawn wood I made fawn wood Oh, yeah shirt. Mm-hmm. um I just did another shirt design for the CNAs for like their like summer retreat like it's called Summerfest that they do like every every summer, like with their employees and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, shout out to to Fawn. The cool thing about about Fawn too and and you know Tawny and Tone and, and YK. Well, actually let me go to YK first because like that was like the first one. He's like, Man, I had this idea. This is what I see. And I was like, all right, draw it. Here's my here's my pen draw I know you're probably going to draw like shit, but just draw like if Like, if you help me see what you're seeing, mm-hmm. then I'll take it and make it, you know, better. And we did, man. We went back and forth on that, um, gosh, for, for months, maybe like two or three months we worked on that shirt. Oh, wow. And then, it was a lot of, you know, came man, he's super busy, mm-hmm. and it was a lot of like, you know, calls and texts, I'm like, man, just come down here. Come down to my house, stay the night, and we'll we will knock it out. Mm-hmm. And, took us two days, and we pieced everything together. It kept going back, kept sleeping on it, going back and forth. And then finally he was like, man, this is it. We're done. Like, we're done. And he was like, you know, he's like, man, what do I owe you? I was like, man, you my bro. Like, you you know, I don't mean nothing. Like, this is, you know, this was both of us. He's like, nah, man, like, you made this. I was like, man, this was your idea. I just put the pen on the pad. And. You know, I was telling Nicole, I was like, man, I, that's, like, my one of my, like, favorite pieces just because of, like, it was the first one, you know? Mm-hmm. And I told him, like, man, I want to print it out on a poster and, like, get it framed and just put it, you know, in my office or back home somewhere. And then, yeah, that went crazy. And, you know, shout out to my, my brothers Tone and Tani. They seen the shirt. They was like, bro, we got to do something. Like, that shit was crazy. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tone worked on his shirt that took that honestly didn't take uh too long um me and tone we we pretty much like had the graphic down like what we were going to make it was really just a lot of like placement like do we want this piece here or this piece there so it was a lot of like back and forth of like so i sent tone like a bunch of different examples he picked one finalized it sent him all the files boom he was getting his shirts made and you know people were buying up on their shirts and that was that was a pretty cool shirt too, because it was like diamond, like remember like the old like three six mafia and like yeah no limit yeah like the, yeah yeah no limit yeah exactly mm-hmm. like like that and uh, man it it went crazy man and then here come Tawny. he's like bro like we got to do something like I have this idea in my head so I told him same thing I was like bro draw it he's like I can't I can't draw like I'm not I'm not doing it I was like bro please like I don't care if it's on a napkin if you just if you just help me see what you're seeing, I'll take off with it. Mm-hmm. He's like, man, I'm thinking like '80s ripped up shirt, like beat up acid, acid vintage. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, so I looked up some. We looked up some examples, and I was like, okay, I got your vibe. And then, uh, yeah, man, same thing with him. We did a lot of you know back and forth and stuff. And we he, once he finalized it, man, send him the, the details, and he had him posted on his website, and he was taking orders. And that went crazy. And the and the cool thing about it too, man. Like you know, when I make them a shirt, you know, they give me you know, shirts. So mm-hmm. it's cool too. Uh, you know, YK. You know, of course, he gave me a shirt. And uh, Tone and Tawny, there's Tone had to actually do another round of them because he sold all his shirts. Mm-hmm. So uh, he'll be sending me one. Tawny, his are actually sitting in Phoenix, ready to ready to be shipped out all over. So I got one coming. And then also we have to give a big shout out to Fawn Wood. The, you know, mm-hmm. she's big time with all her singing and stuff, and she's been everywhere. And me and her uh, just connected on Instagram, and she was like, you know, hey, like, you know, I like your portraits. Like, can you do a portrait of me? I was like, yeah. So we did it, knocked it out. It was super cool, and that's really just where it stayed. It was just going to be her portrait. She was going to post it and just keep it for herself. And then she reached out to me, I think, maybe a month before gatherings and was like, hey, like, do you mind if I take this and make it on a shirt? I was like, I don't mind at all. Like, you've already paid me for my work and my time. You that's that's yours. And she's like, well, um, I want to put it on a shirt. She's like, I'll even leave your logo on the on the work, too. I'm like, cool. So she drops the shirts. She completely sells out. Like, with her in-person sales and everything. Mm-hmm. She sold them at gatherings this past year, and she was completely wiped out, I think, before the powwow and everything was even over. Um, But we were talking, and she's like, this is my first merch drop ever. I've never sold merchandise of myself until now. And I was like, damn, that shit is cool. Like, a picture that I made for her, you know, she liked it so much that she's like, you know what, I want to sell m- these shirts with me on it. Mm-hmm. Like her, like Fawnwood, like her very first merch drop, like crazy. Yeah. Crazy. So, super thankful for that. Um, also, got to give a shout out to the bro, Lindy. Uh, he, um, he's doing his found the Lindy Waters, the third, the foundation camps he's doing right now. Mm-hmm. You know, where they go and they, they go teach, you know, kids like fundamentals of basketball, you know, inspire them like with the videos that he's created and, you know, just, you know, being around him you know as a native athlete you know being in the nba so uh he reached out and he was like hey man like can you make like these eyes like i want you know he's obviously a third you know named after his grandfather Mm -hmm. he's like i need these three eyes like you know to represent the third like three letter Mm eyes and i was like hell yeah i was like man it's about to be dope i gotta go crazy like this is this is lenny like he's big time and he's like, no, nah, man, I just need like three eyes. So like, I drew them up, sent them back to him. He's like, man, that's perfect. And they were super simple.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, you know, gave it to him. And, you know, now he uses those, those eyes that I made for him, like on his foundation shirts. Mm-hmm. And it's cool because, you know, a lot of those kids, you know, all the kids get a free shirt when they go to the, his camps. Um, you know, you can buy the shirts too. So just different people, man, of just putting that trust in me to represent them, you know? And that's why I have this slogan with with my visuals. And uh, the it's just three simple words dedicated to you. Mm-hmm. And it's just, uh, I like to pay homage to everything that I've created has been specifically to you. Like that YK shirt was specifically to him. Tone, that was to him. Tawny, Fawn, like Lenny, like these portraits, these logos, like that specific, that's for you. Like I've only done, the only thing I've done for myself is just put my logos on or that one shirt I made for myself, but everything else I've, and even on that shirt, I put on the very bottom, you know, dedicated to you. Everything that I've made has been dedicated to that specific person and what they're wanting. Mm -hmm. And damn my, uh, (laughs) my, I showed one of my coworkers and he was like, dedicated to you? He's like, damn, he's like, which baby talking about? I was like, wow. I was like chill, chill. I was like, that's that's not to nobody. I was like, that's not I had to like, like explain the whole dedication thing. He was like, bullshit. He's like, you put that on there for some girl. He's like, she's probably loving it. He's like, he's like, and I bet you made her pay for her shirt. I was like, that's a good idea. It's a damn good idea. But just the, uh, yeah, man, just the trust that people, that's the coolest thing. It's like, like the, the trust You know, to, you know, even goes back to to Lee when she wanted the Oklahoma talent. That was like the very first, besides my own logo, that was the very first logo that someone was like, hey, like, I want this made. It's going to be like for this company. And I was like, damn, I was like super kind of intimidated. I was like, but I think I have an idea Mm -hmm. that I can do what you want to do. And I got to thank Lee, too, man, because that was like the first time. And when we went to the Reservation Dogs premiere. Remember you showed me the, the keychain? Oh, yeah. And he was mm-hmm. like, oh, look what she made. And I was like, what? Like like I said, I always get a a good a big kick out of that. And I went home shortly after that, and I had a package in the mail. Mm-hmm. And I knew something was kind of off because it, it just said DT. And, like, normally when you get a package, you know, it's going to have, like, your government name on there. And it just said DT, like two letters. And I was like, who is this from? And I seen Lee, and it was like all the Oklahoma stuff, all the Oklahoma talent stuff. Like she sent yeah. me a cup, and I think a couple pins, um, like a keychain thing. I really like the cup though, like the glass cup. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was cool, man. Just like I said, man, the the trust that these people put that they're giving me to create something that represents them mm-hmm. can't can't thank them enough for the the trust. Yeah, yeah really.
0: Yeah, I remember when she was looking for somebody to do that logo, mm-hmm. and I was like, I I know one person right now yeah. that's doing like constant constant work, mm-hmm. and that's DT. And then she was like, Well, let it, you know, hook us up or something. So, yeah, I was like, Hell yeah! And then and then like I was excited when she said, uh, Yeah, talk to your friend. Mm-hmm. I was like, Which one? She's like, DT. And then she's like, He's he's gonna do our logo. It's like, Oh, for real? And she mm-hmm. goes, Yeah. So I was like, Super excited when. She, like hired you to do that, yeah I was like man he's gonna he's gonna kill it
1: she it's it's actually it's actually supposed to be a movable logo, yeah, that class on top is supposed to you know, but I still have that too where you know it opens and closes, mm-hmm. but that's was i I really need to send that back to her um to be like hey like like this is better now, like the whole pixels and everything are fixed now like it was my first one I was like i'm gonna resend this to you. So, you know, like it'll be better, like, you know, uh, like quality wise, you know. Mm-hmm. So recent, I recent some to her, but I need to send her a couple more things. So, yeah, Lee, that was, I always just like to give, you know, I, I like like reflecting and looking back, whether that's in my work, my personal life, a memory. Like I love going down memory lane and just like talking about old things, you know, mm-hmm. good things too, or even the bad, you know. I've talked about some things today that, some people are gonna listen on this and be like, "Damn, like, I didn't know that,"
2: mm-hmm.
1: but you know it is what it is. Um. So I'm, I'm just thankful, man, to just, to just make stuff, like, and I, and I, and I was talking the other day, and I just hope. You know, I don't know where this thing is going. I don't know where I sit there and be like, you know what? I'm good. Like, I'm making it. Like, I'm a success. I don't I don't know where that, that road ends for me. It's not even something I think about. It's like, oh, like, I'm DT. Like, oh, I'm this, this, and that. Like, I, I don't think like that. I don't want to think like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just hope and I just want to just remain humble with it. I don't want to think in a bad way of like, Oh, like look who I'm working with or look who look how much money I made or look at blah, blah, blah. Because as a creator, like it's supposed to be about the art and it it will always be about the art for me. When I make something, the first thing I do is show whoever's in the house. I'll show whoever's like, bro, like look at this or I'll send it to my dad. I'll send it to worms or uh, Terrence, like any of any of like my circle, I've sent you some stuff that, and I felt like mm-hmm. I sent you a lot of stuff. I like, like, man, like I'm about to like drop this. I haven't even showed anybody yet. Yeah, and you know, like I just I hope that you know it stays like that for me, and I don't get too big headed, and I don't I don't want to get you know so far gone where I'm like you know like you know I I don't want to get into that ugly mindset of just being more than what i think i am or being like all about the money or you know it's it's i'm, a, I'm an i'm an artist you know it needs to be about the art so i just hope i just want to remain that way of just giving thanks to the art because i wouldn't be here if it wasn't for that pencil over there for real like literally that pencil has just done so much for me and you know not even just in my you know, just DT's visuals, but you know, that thing pays a lot of bills for me. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like just thankful, you know, I'm about to take a trip to, to Florida coming up next month. And I just sold, I just did a shirt drop and all that money I made just covered my whole trip to Florida. And it's like, damn, it just goes back to being thankful. You know, like people are willing to give me their hard earned money to have a shirt that represents, what the brand is and represent me like that shit blows my mind blows my mind and some of them are like my close friends you know Mm -hmm. and like family and i'm like damn like like you really want to like pay me for like just to have a shirt that's of me blows my mind man blows my mind and just just thankful super thankful man can't say it enough there's some other things that are that are going on right now, too, that I'm working on. So, just hope to keep making more and more. Yeah. More and more. One of the things that I just landed uh, last week was, uh, so due to COVID and everything, uh, we have, like, our Comanche Fair down in Lawn every year, mm-hmm. but we haven't had it. We didn't have it in uh, 21, and we didn't have it in 20. So, we missed two years. But, you know, you think about it, it's been three years, even though we missed two. Mm-hmm. So, but we're having it this year and I thought we were going to have it last year. So I was like, man, like I'm going to turn in some shirt designs, like with these other artists, like just, and just see if they'll rock with my, cause they do two shirts, one that they sell to everybody and one they sell to the staff. Mm -hmm. And I ended up winning both of them. And I was like, hell yeah. Like people's going to like just be rocking my stuff. Like I said, I get the kick out of people just wearing the stuff. Mm -hmm. And then, um, the council came back and was like, Hey, we're canceling the fair. Like, everything's done. I was like, damn. So fast forward to this year, and I was like, man, like, I got to at least win one of the shirt designs, one of them. And went to the meeting, and, I, man, I, I worked hard on that. I ended up turning in, like, 24 different shirt. No? Yeah, 24 different. 16? No, it was, yeah, 24 different shirt designs. Like, I went crazy. I kind of did too much. I think I kind of confused <laughs> my the board a little bit. <laughs> But, yeah, I did 24 different shirt designs, and they're all on there, too. And um, I was like, look, I just want to win maybe one of them. Both of them would be cool. And then they mm-hmm. came back, and they was like, yeah, they voted. And I won both of them for this year. So excited for that because, you know, it's been a long time since we've had our our annual celebration. So with it being back this year, you know, I was super, super happy to win both shirts this time again, mm-hmm. like I would have last year. But, of course, it got shut down. So, um I actually got to do a couple more touch-ups on those shirts, and then yeah, they'll be good to go. Then I'll I'll show everybody. Like you know, I'm just waiting for the fair board to be like, hey, all right, you can show people. So mm-hmm. I'm excited for that, man. That out of everything, that'll probably be like the coolest thing in my, in my mind, just because it's you know by the people. You know, me being Comanche, and it's for my people. Yeah, and I mean everybody can buy the shirts and you know wear them, but it's like this is for my comanche people you know it's like it's the coolest thing i've done you know and you know i'm I'm super grateful for everything that i've done and created and who it's been for but this is for my people like back home so this is in my opinion the the coolest thing i've done so far as far as like with the with the visuals wow yeah i'm I'm excited yeah
0: you have to show me those yeah
1: i will man yeah yeah i'll show you i'll show you always show russ my my stuff that hasn't been seen and another thing i've been tapping to too man is like And it's, oh man, it's so hard. It's like customizing Air Force Ones or like painting shoes. Oh, yeah. Fuck. I seen you doing that. It's hard. Like, Mm -hmm. I didn't, I completely underestimated how hard it was. And I did, I've done uh, two pairs so far. I did one um, as an OU pair for free because I was like, man, I'm I'm probably going to fuck these up. (laughs) But I'll do them for free. Like, you giving me your shoe? Like, I'm going to do them for free just because I might mess them up. So I did one, and then I did another pair of, like, some Jordan Lowe's um, just for myself. My nephew's like, you can have these. So I cleaned them up, washed them, painted those in, like, our Comanche colors. And I'm, I'm probably going to sell those. They're done. I just need to post them so I can probably sell them and make some money. So, but, yeah, it's, it's hard as fuck. Yeah, Fuck, yeah, bro. It's hard. Like, Do
0: you have to sand them down?
1: No, so you have like... You Somebody get like,
0: said you have to sand them down like
1: a car. No, you get like <laughs> acetone mm-hmm. and just get you like some cotton swabs and like just do it all over the shoe. And like you'll know it's working because like your fingers will be white or like the paint coming off. Yeah. And the shoe is like super like sticky after that. Not like gum sticky, but just like super grippy. Yeah. And like you can run your finger across the shoe and like it gets stuck. And then after that, man, you just lay the paint on there. But the thing about painting them is like... It's like you have to paint them in layers. So, like, I'll have, like, a blow dryer and just, you know, paint a layer, dry it, paint another one, dry it, another one. And, like, that's just, like, for one color. Then I got to go on to the next color. Then I'll mess up and got to go back to the first color to cover up the second color. So, it's it's a lot, man. I, I really got to give, you know, gosh, man, just thanks to people that who, who do that. Like, that's what they do is create shoes because that shit's hard. Mm-hmm. Like... On a on an iPad or on my MacBook, if I mess up on a graphic, I can just hit a button and the line I messed up on goes away, and I can redo it. With that, like there's no, there is no undone. There's no Control Z on that thing. Like it's just you fuck up, you gotta live with it later because you gotta go back God. and fix it. Yeah, but it's hard. But it's it's been fun. It's been fun. Um, at the at the camp, I showed some kids, um, uh, like how I paint them and tape them off and stuff and and all that. But it was cool. But yeah. The shoes, yeah, it's it's, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard and hella, it's hella hard. I have some more shirts. I just did some shirts recently, but I'm completely sold out of all. Like I don't have any more. So I'll probably end up uh, selling some more shirts, just messing around with the designs and, and see what I can come up with. Um, Might be in conversations of making some shirts and some merch for the Turnpike Trooper Doors. Okay. Um. Mm-hmm. I had a good conversation last night being back home in Tahlequah. So hopefully we can make that happen. I'm going to send them some stuff. And we were just straight up. I was like, look, you're either going to like it and want to make some stuff or you just not like straightforward. So hopefully I can, I can land some stuff with them. Um, they make some, they make some good music too. Um, like I said, the, the fair shirts coming up with the tribe. I think that'll be, be real cool. Um, yk's working on his season four vlogs and that's gonna be like a whole nother like logo and a whole nother shirt so we're working on you know getting that stuff done so some good things coming in i'm just trying to keep pushing you know i'm just trying to keep evolving and and seeing what i can do you know yeah yeah
0: um thank you for coming on yeah man you know we're bros uh, yeah. We're hooked up. We've linked up. We've known each other for a while now. Yeah. And, you know, continue that grind, continue that hustle. You know, I love to see it. I love to see you out here making moves. You uh, know, yeah. everybody out here, man. I mean, it's it's great to see everybody out here doing what they love, Yeah, being yeah. passionate, you know, and yeah, man. supporting each other.
1: And I, I just want to give thanks to you too, man. Like I said, man, with Okie Podcast, man, I love like it's an, it's an Oklahoma thing and even more. Um, you know, I just want to give a shout out to all my, my friends that have came on too. Uh, definitely has inspired me to come on here. And I just want to give thanks to everyone that has, you know, just supported the brand, man, supported me personally, uh, you know, motivating me, inspiring me to just keep creating. And, you know, I don't plan on stopping this no time soon. No time soon. I'm a one-man show, but that's that's cool, man, because, you know, like I said, it's on me, and um, I just can't thank people enough, man, for the support, man. I mean, it's just unreal, you know? I mean, it's unreal to just think where I started to, to where it's at now and just can't thank people enough and, you know, other people supporting me and, you know, it, it's a it's a great thing and, um, yeah, there's, there's a lot more to come. There's more. There's shit sitting on that iPad right now that I can't even talk about, but it's coming mm-hmm. and, and I'm ready to show the world. Uh, but if y'all want to follow me on, well, my Facebook it's just DTS Visuals, super simple. Uh, you'll see the logo on there. Um, so if y'all can go, go like that page, and then on Instagram, that's where I post like, uh, like basically everything. Um, same thing, it's just dt DTS underscore visuals. Um, y'all can follow me on there. If y'all want something done or want some merch or got a question about. How I do what I do, just, just let me know and we'll, yeah, we'll get it done. Hell yeah. But I appreciate you, man. I'm glad we got this done. Yeah. We'll have, to, we'll have to do it again soon. Anytime. Yeah. You know, right. like
0: I told you before, you know, I'll make time for you. You, YK,
1: yeah. anybody, you know, like, oh yeah, I'm
0: here for it. You know, I just love to conversate and talk and just catch up. Yeah. You know, what else have you been doing? So yep. whenever you're ready again, man, let me know. Yeah, we'll brother. get it going again. But everybody, yeah, go check him out. Go check out DT. He's got a lot of stuff coming out. A lot of stuff he's done. Mm -hmm. You know everything that he does. He know he puts everything into it. Yeah, he's dedicated to you. His slogan. So, and he's true to to his words. So, but everybody, go follow him. Check him out. You know, hit him up for whatever your visual needs are, and he will get it done. Yes, sir. And if you're not following Okie Podcast, please do that on Apple Spotify uh, I'd say Google it should pop up got a link tree now it's gonna be in my bio on my Instagram at okie podcast and at Russellmus 49 okie podcast is on Facebook uh, my personal is Russell Sun Eagle uh, I'm starting a new podcast with some with some friends um, Robin Jackson from the classic wolf podcast Dominic Joseph from the Dominic Joseph podcast. Then we got another guy. Uh, His name's Kenrick, my other bro. He's he's from the uh, Wrong Indian podcast, and he's going to be joining us as well. So it's going to be us four. It's called the Turtle Island Boys podcast. It's going to be available everywhere, just like this one. So be sure to check that out and follow us. Uh, I'm also one of the hosts for Unsolved Mysteries of the Reservation podcast as well. We're going to be pushing out content very soon. I know it's been a while. But we're gonna start pushing out content it's just been a crazy schedule so but yeah thank you everybody for listening and until next time peace peace